and welcome to episode 113 of RPG Digest. In this live stream formatted podcast, we provide deep dives, fundamentals, and overviews of the tabletop role-playing game hobby. Now, just leave it at that. That's how I'm going to say it today. Because, you know, it's all hobby, even if it's a game, right? Sure. I am still the RPG authority. No, no I'm not. <laughs> I, I, dropped, I dropped that title. I abdicated that throne. To me. Yes. John Maxley Oshlo, your favorite curmudgeon critic and judge, along with me as usual, is the RPG Authority, the self-described RPG Authority, put the title and the Pope hat on himself at the same time. It's kind of cumbersome. Keeps making his head look like a weeble wobble. Brett Heathen Dog Grismer. How are you today, sir? I'm doing better. I hope everyone is doing well. Um, got COVID for the third time. Yeah. Really, it was COVID. Oh yeah. Uh, at at first, she uh, my my wife went to a funeral in Pennsylvania. She came back. She was feeling a little sick. Figured it was just you know, airplane cold. Right, it happens. But she took a test anyway. Tested negative. I'm like okay, cool. Next day, she felt real bad, like super bad. Mm-hmm. This this was Sunday when I left early because she right, was yeah. she was she was walking like she was ninety five. So she took a, she, so I went and got another test, brought it home. She took it, tested positive on that one, like right away. You must wait 15 minutes, 30 seconds later, positive. So, wow. yeah. So super positive. I do want to thank you and your family for continuing to get it. Cause I've never had it a single time. Yeah. I'm, um, I, I, I swear, you know, a lot of people say, oh, the, 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 uh, um, vaccines are a scam. They're bullshit. Like, you know, I, 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 I respect your point of view, but I'm fairly certain that if I didn't, if I was not inoculated before I got it the first time, I'd be dead because the first time I got it, I felt like I was going to die. So I, it, I, if I had to go back and do it again, I'd do it again. Maybe it was worse because of it. <laughs> How many shots did <laughs> you get? Like do you don't have like, you don't have like the seven shot series or anything, do you? No, no, I got the, I got the initial and then the booster. Okay. And then I got it three times. Yeah. So I, I've got the, actually, it's just funny is, where is it? I just found my COVID card because we used to have to show them at work, work for the federal government. I don't know where the hell I put it, but I have my COVID card on my desk here somewhere. I'm but yeah, I, I got the shot. Like, I just don't like the fact that it was forced on people. That's my only, my only issue. But uh, well, outside of that, you. you do what you do what you want to do. I don't care. You want to get shots, get shots. You don't want to get shots, don't get shots. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's not, it's not, I didn't it's not, not my body. What's up? I didn't have to. 
Yeah, I did. If I wanted to continue to have a job and that hurt, that hurt a lot because, you know, I don't like being forced to do crap, but I also didn't want to go looking for another job. <laughs> I like the retirement I'm building up, right? There you go. Uh, oh, weird, weird guy is... Uh... No, Crafty, don't start putting that in there. You know that's not true. That's no, no. not true. Don't misrepresent that. This isn't the episode for that. Weird guy's talking about that that uh, guy who did a... I forget his name. Who? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, ago. you're Karen Dog. That's right. Yeah, he called me Karen Dog. It's like, it's, that's not even creative. I mean, you know, it, heathen, heathen dumb would have been better than Karen Dog. Yeah, I, I guarantee you that there are going to be some people that come in here and say that because of him, but that's fine. You know what? If... Uh... <laughs> wow. Okay. AIDS. Uh, Hunger wants to know if you had AIDS. No, no. You sure? I had AIDS a years ago, but I, I had a large injection of cash into my body and it went away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, they're saying you're looking orange, but that's because you don't have your monitor on, right? No, I have my monitor on. It's just I oh. have I haven't adjusted the levels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When when he when he goes to the white screen, it goes to his racist computer screen. Then yeah. uh, then he'll be fine. Uh, so nope, wrong, wrong one, wrong one. Other than being uh, dead uh, for most of the week, uh, there we go. I'm glad you were revived. What? Uh, anything else is going on for you? Uh, no, that's that's about it. I mean, I, I'm feeling. I started feeling better, like being able to speak. Yesterday, I'm still a little creaky, and on stream yesterday, I was even a little more creaky. But uh, I noticed the stream ended early yesterday. Yeah, it ended early, early. Uh, mainly because my my voice was getting creaky. Er. Oh, okay. And uh, and Sheris wasn't able to play, so it was just us three. And that that one mission, we got wrecked. We did it on hard, like we're gonna do on elite. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We got we got team wiped twice <laughs> from the end boss. So yeah, I have to go we, through in those uh, those videos that you've highlighted, even from last week. I haven't got to yet. I haven't really felt the need to since they're kind of the same thing. But I'm guessing the ones you did yesterday were different. Um, we we've done that before. We we've but done that the Halloween before. ones, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, but the Halloween event's done. Okay, Halloween then, event's done. So the, these are this is new stuff. Okay. So yeah, and then I'll get to those. Um, as far as my week goes, I actually had a week where I did things at work. Like I was actually kind of busy at work. Some of the people on Discord may even have noticed because I wasn't <laughs> responding every five seconds. Uh, so oh, got a super chat here. What do we got? Hungar the Star Variant. Thank you, sir. I would say, I would say. That you don't have to give me super chats because you're already a member, but both Heathen Dog would get mad at me and you would just say, Whatever, I do what I want. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but he says, For five dollars, you've had enough two handed touch, you want it rough, you're out of bounds. It's gonna be another song lyric, I don't know. He keeps posting song lyrics, I don't know, but he just wants <laughs> to hear me. He loves my sexy voice. You've had enough of two handed touch, you want it rough, you're out of bounds. <laughs> There you go, Hungar. I hope you're feeling well today, sir. He's actually in the hospital. Oh, how come? Uh, I, I'm not going to get into his medical issues. He can talk about okay. it if he wants. But uh, uh, but uh, I, ho I hope you're doing doing better. Finally out of there. Not his nurses seem to be nice, though. <laughs> He's got some nice nurses. Well, that's uh, good. But uh, all right. 
I've got a lot of things to cover, so I kind of want to just jump into it. My, my week was boring. My week was a lot of work. Uh, I'm falling behind on stuff, and I've got a bunch of things to do. The biggest thing I have to do, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to segue it this way. I'm going to segue it this way. I have to prepare a whole ton of giveaways, and one of them has to be very quick, short notice. <laughs> so, um, how do I want to start this? I will start this in, out of the order here. Since I'm talking about giveaways, the first, nope, I'm going to start here. I'm just going to go in order of how I'm handling things. 24-hour live stream this Friday. This mm -hmm. Friday isn't just a Friday Night Chill stream. It is going to be a 24-hour live stream for Veterans Day. That is going to include a charity. It's going to be a charity giveaway. So, you know, hold on. Let me find the image for it where I put it up here. There we go. 11 November 2022. 000 to 2059. Did I say 2059? God yeah. dang it. 20, 2359. God, I got to fix that. <laughs> What's 2059? Basically, it's 24 hours. I don't know nine why I was thinking. We're stopping you know, at nine. I'm Three hours early. Screw y'all. I'm out. Three hours early. <laughs> Well, you did say you're going to cover four hours. Well, two different four-hour stints. That's going to be your four-hour stints. I don't care anymore. No. Oh, okay. um, no, no, no. Um, because I'm going to finish it with the Friday Night Chill Stream. So it's going to be 11 November. It's going to be from midnight to midnight central time because that's where I live. And, uh, yeah, uh, donations. You can see the donation links on there are correct. I will update this before. I'm glad I caught it on a live stream and not beforehand, you know. But, you know, hey, uh, that's 24 hours. So I'll that, get the time That's on fixed. a Friday. So yeah. I won't be streaming the the Thursday before. Why? So j because you know I'll be streaming the morning of Friday, oh, okay. right? Yeah. Well, what, yeah. I still haven't worked out the times with you. Yeah, <laughs> but you, it's you you probably give me early. two four hour stints. Yeah, two. So I'm going to start probably be six or seven a.m. So I'm going to need some okay. sleep. You right. know, so that's you know I'll, then I'll take four hours, get four hours off, then do four hours or something like that, and then you'll. You know, maybe we'll do something together until you're, until you're uh, Friday night. No, no, I'm gonna need sleep too. <laughs> you get, you're gonna have a four hours in the morning, but the the second one has to end before the Friday night chill stream. Yeah, which is Friday night, six p.m. Although, if I Central. have to nudge it, if I have to nudge it to eight, yeah, your time be seven. But if I have yeah. to nudge it to, to eight or nine, your time, I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, but. Uh, yeah, any, anywho, so just uh, stay tuned for that. I've had a bunch of you folks in chat, including Hungar and some others, say that they're more than willing uh, to join, to hang out, to uh, talk about things. It's going to stay on nerd topics, folks. Okay, it's still going to be, I'm going to probably play a video game or two. We'll do the Friday Night Chill stream like we normally do. Uh, we'll maybe cover a game or something. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. We're gonna, you know, I'm going to feel it out based on how chat's reacting to things, too. Because remember, this is still for you guys. Even though it's for a charity, it's still for you guys. Uh, but yeah, we got we got to do some fillers. Maybe maybe Heathen Dog will. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what will you do. About seven days to die or something. I well, no, I I've been promising uh, the whole free to play Magic the Gathering thing. Okay, but I haven't go. been able to deliver because of sickness or stuff. So uh, the, one of the four hour blocks is definitely going to be that. Just four hours straight to see how far I can get from bronze to wherever I end up playing playing decks that that i spent absolutely no money in buying there we None. go raven says that he'll argue with you about coalition during that time okay <laughs> now 
Um, yeah, so the link to donate to that is going to be different than the link that we normally put out because they're actually considered two different campaigns, which is silly, but there's nothing I can do about that. So this normal link that we give here, well, actually, I don't give it. That, that's in the description below or that that's QR code. Mm -hmm. It goes to the same place, but for whatever reason, they're considered two different campaigns. So this will be the link for the campaign. Tiltify? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, um, it helps streamers do charity okay. streams. So it's, it's reputable. Um, now there are going to be giveaways during that time as well. <laughs> I have, I still have a whole ton, like 50 some video game keys to give out from a couple, three, four, I don't know how many years ago that is now. Some of those games are actually new then. <laughs> um, I want to give those out. I don't want them on my paperwork anymore. So, uh, I've got the stream set up that for every $50 that, uh, well, anybody who donates $50 or more. To the charity is going to get a video game stream but i don't have steam well then you don't get one i don't care <laughs> like i'm not changing up how it's gonna work it goes it's they're almost all steam keys some of them might be other ones like ubi play or whatever it's called but they should be stream uh steam sorry you play uh i don't play video games i want something else no okay there and give it to somebody who does play video games you'll look like a hero all right yeah exactly yeah. uh that that's how it's gonna work so uh, i will have video game the links to give away. I also, I think it's at the 250 or every $250. I think I'm going to give a, uh, I have to see what I wrote in there, uh, a gift certificate to like drive through RPG or, you know, Palladium books. It's gotta be reputable. It's gotta be a reputable place. So. Yeah. All right. I will let Hungar take control of the stream now, apparently. And now oh. we're going to move on to Bessem. He says he's going to go for the Sailor Moon dice game. Well, since he brought it up, I'm doing this for him. Oh, wow. Uh, on the 20th of November, that's what, two weeks from today. We are going to interrupt the year of Palladium Books, and we're going to go anime. And Mark McKinnon of uh, Discami Publishing uh, is scheduled to be here. And you notice I never say will be here, because I know scheduled. that's not, you know, yeah. he's scheduled to be here. He agreed to be here that day to talk about his Kickstarter for Bessem Multiverse. I forget the name of it. <laughs> I showed it on Friday. But, 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 before then, before he gets here, because I want to announce the winners on that stream, before he gets here, we have a lot of stuff to give away. And I'm kind of, I, I haven't wrote it up yet because I haven't had time. I'm off this upcoming week, so I'm going to probably tomorrow, probably the first thing I work on is this giveaway. You watch the Friday Night Chill stream, I don't know, go get some coffee or something. If you didn't, well, I've got some things to show you. We'll be giving away these two boxes, Sailor Moon Dice Challenge, Sailor Moon Crystal Season 3 Dice Challenge. These two are one giveaway. Okay. All right. We'll be giving away another Sailor Moon Truth or Bluff. And before anybody goes, oh, that's oh my god, girly stuff. Look, there are people on my Discord who said they wanted this stuff. That's why I asked for it. Okay, well, I feel dirty, but all right. Again, if people like it, people like it. I'm not gonna just because I won't play it doesn't mean I want to stop other people from playing. Oh, uh, and Sailor Moon Crystals was I say imposterous? Im imposter. Yeah, I should just read the back. There you go, imposterous. And this is—is is this another dice game or is this a card game or what is this? This is a. Uh. This is a Google it game. Move on. And by asking characters a series of questions and then comparing the answers for ones that don't align with the rest of the group, the cats could unmask the imposter and direct the teammate to rescue before it's too late. Anime werewolf. Got it. Okay. 
Can we wear both? There you go. That's that's one box. So that's the Sailor Moon stuff. All right. If you're interested in that, by the way, I'm I know somebody's going to argue, so I'm just going to get this out of the way right now. The contests are probably going to be run on the Legion at Discord. You heard it. The Legion at Discord. It's not going to be run on locals. It's not going to be run on YouTube. It's not going to be run the way we normally do it. It's probably going to be run on the Legion at Discord. Don't like it? Don't join Discords? I don't know what to tell you. I have short notice on this stuff, and I'm not going to have you going looking for videos of me pulling out. No, it's probably going to be run on my Discord. So if you want any of these things, whether it's the three I just showed there or what I'm about to show, you're going to have to be on the Discord. The link is in the description below. All right. Next, we have... I can open it. These things are well protected, by the way. Uh, anime 5e okay now this is a squishy cover it's actually the faux leather i think it's faux leather i'm pretty sure it's not real leather but underneath this has got a a, a book cover on it so this is actually squishy high quality padded cover padded there you go padded i like squishy it's just a fun word to say <laughs> padded cover there you go anime 5e so if you like anime role-playing and somehow think that 5e isn't already anime role-playing, <laughs> you can get real anime 5e. Jeez, this book's heavy. I forgot what this one is. Oh, this is the real Besom 4. Oh, there you go. Okay. But, but it's also the padded, the squishy cover. <laughs> Can't you see it? whatever <laughs> it's better quality than mine if you want to see deeper uh, into what these books are i showed them off on the friday night chill stream just watch the beginning of it i went through all these products talked about what the sailor moon games were about and and so forth so i just want to show you all the stuff that mark gave us to give away now why did he give this stuff to us because uh we had that stream a couple months ago where we donated to his uh indiegogo for his medical mm-hmm Demon City. This is a tri-stat game. If you don't know how to play the tri-stat yep. system, well, there's Learn. a tri-stat book. And, uh, and plus, we uh, we we actually did uh, a, a tri-stat okay. game last year. Well, that was Bessem. That yeah. was actually Bessem. But yeah. but there is a there is a small book. A yes, this is the little tiny book that is the tri-stat core system. So, uh, it's mine. You don't get it, but. Uh, Anyway, yeah, whether it's Bessem or whatever. However, the book, these boxes said you have everything you need to play them, so you don't need this book. I right. just want to be upfront about that. So anyway, Demon City, not going to read what it's about. You can watch the Friday Night Show stream about that, or you can go to Discami Publishing and look there. Back in the box. Um, Pixies. Okay. Yeah, you got the, my screen reflection on there. You just have to deal That's with fine. it. And... Worms. It's actually a pretty. There we go. So, oh, oh, dragons, not actual like worms. I, I was thinking like, oh God, slugs. Oh, I saw that movie. And finally, and this one is going to be members only. That's right. Now, because it's on my Discord, there's a caveat to this. Members only also means for you weirdos on Twitch. So if you have access to the members-only portion of my Discord, 
you will be in for absolute power in the slipcase of both books. Wow. And That's oh, by the what, way, squishy bucks? covers. Squishy covers. <laughs> Had it. <laughs> so absolute power. I have mine back there. You can see them. And uh, books are pretty awesome. I have not had a chance to fully read through them yet. Uh, just, you know, time is what it is. But uh, superhero game. And somebody might, well, why would I need that if I have Bessem? Probably don't need it, but, but it's also a setting. And the setting is pretty neat. It's, for me, it's neat. Some people don't like it. I've already heard people complain about it. Superheroes shouldn't have corruption. Well, guess what? It's a different take on it. And it talks about how power, power corrupts. <laughs> absolute power corrupts absolutely there you go fladley says i forgot how do we enter and try to win these well you have to join discord yeah and so uh we probably came in later. and and if you are a youtube member or a twitch subscriber and you enter discord and you put in those credentials you will you will be automatically able to win the absolute power box set because you you will be in the in the paying members only yep. section of our discord which is where the pool will be drawn from to win that particular item i'm going to use the same methodology of selecting the winners i'm just going to select it based on what i put on our discord so link to our discord is below uh, i'm not hiding that whether you're on twitch or on uh on youtube all those products with the exception of absolute power are going to be open to the public now, just know, I'm going to be shipping them to you, right? Mm -hmm. I will need your name and address. Just saying, if that's a problem. <laughs> then don't, don't bother. <laughs> you get all these weird things. Can you, can, uh, can you just, you know, maybe I can pick it up from you or, or, or can you just drop it off? No, I'm going to mail it to you. That is how it is going to be done. Uh, so, all right, and then, so that's, uh, that's the stuff, so 20, this, I'm going to put it up this week on my Discord at some point this week, it is going to be somewhat short notice, I apologize, because I want to announce the winners when Mark is here, because I want him to help congratulate, I'll probably pick the winners before then, so give me but a couple won't of be days announced to, until then. yeah, well, the winners might know, because I'm going to reach out to him, be like, hey, um, but, I want to uh, verify you're going to give me your address and you're not some tinfoil hat you exactly. know, bunker lover. So you're not going to give me your address. Yeah, right. Ron Swanson. Because then I have to pick a new person and you're just wasting yeah. everybody's time. Exactly. So, um, all right. So that is it. And then the last thing that, I, that I've got, uh, where's my book? Where did I put my book? Oh, make sure I'm talking about stuff. So that's uh, one last time. So we talked about the 24-hour live stream for the Wounded Warrior Project on Friday. We've now talked about on the 20th of November, Mark McKinnon is supposed to be here to talk about uh, his new Bessem Kickstarter, which actually opens up on the 15th. I put a link. I don't have it available right now. I could get it, but uh, I put that up on the Friday chill stream also. Mm -hmm. And the, the Bessem giveaway. Now, finally, we have some Palladium book stuff. Why do you have a link for this, not the other? Because I thought about this one. That's why. <laughs> All right. So... We got some plating book news we'll go over. Uh, I want to remind everybody, and it should be in here uh, somewhere. Somewhere. There we go. Christmas surprise package offer. You have not had your chance to do that. Uh, oh, how come I got the link and I didn't put it in here? I'm an idiot. Because you're, you're a professional streamer. Yeah, pro streamer all the time. 
That's the weekly update. Oh, there there's Pornhub. Oh, wait. No, this is... I, no, never mind. Click. Nope. That was... Uh, <laughs> I was going to show that at a different point. Well, I don't have it up here. Let's see. A Christmas surprise package. Let's see if I just click on this. Does it take me there? Oh, it does. There we go. Christmas surprise package. If you have not had your opportunity, time is running short. You only have a month and a half left. <laughs> uh, but... But to, to be fair, if you get in early, you're more likely to get some concessions. I don't know how he does that. You might be right. Um, but yeah, go. Uh, you want to sign up for your Christmas surprise package. It's $58. It's three, was three more dollars than last year. Thank you, shipping. It's not like he raised the price $35 freaking dollars or anything like that. He raised it Everything three. Costs more. The, the friggin' paper costs more now. Yeah. So just let it go. So, uh, plus, plus shipping and handling on top of that. So maybe, oh yeah, I guess that would be the paper cost then, wouldn't it? In, inflation's uh, over 8%. This thing inflated what? Six. So you're still winning. Uh, da, 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 da. anyway, you put 10 or more items in here and there you go. You submit it to them and you'll get up to about, well, sometimes more. We'll say at least, instead of up to, we'll say at least $95 worth of stuff. Mm -hmm. So... At the worst, you're getting about half off. You can't cry about half off. No. Do and the covers come pre-peeled? No, no, they do not. No, you have to actually use them to have that. You have happen. to use them, and then they, they will peel themselves, and then you can feel satisfaction. <laughs> All right, um, quickly going through. Weekly update for Palladium, since we're talking about Palladium. Uh, original Beyond the Supernatural RPG bonus foil cover. We got uh, coming Tuesday, Titan Robotics. That's right. You can pre-order Titan Robotics right now. The Kickstarter will start on uh, next Tuesday. That's weird. They sent me a message about this. You, hmm, maybe I should have offered them a date while the Kickstarter was still going on. Or, or maybe said they're wrapping it up at that point. No, because it's a 30-day thing. Yeah, they'll be here right before the end of it. So that's good. So we can talk about the Kickstarter uh, when Kevin... Oh, did I just spill the bag that Kevin and Sean are going to be here on the 4th of December? No, you did. Again, well, scheduled now, yeah. to be here. Scheduled, scheduled to be here. Scheduled to be here, yes. Yeah, scheduled. scheduled to be here on the 4th of December. I owe them a Google Calendar invite. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Kevin and Sean should be here on the uh, 4th of December to finally wrap up our year of Palladium books that somehow is still going to continue into 2023. <laughs> Uh, but yes, we got some Risk Bestiary Volume Two. I actually have had that on uh, back order for quite a while. Like, I think I requested that last year before my I ordered my last year's Christmas package. Uh, I better get it. So yeah, we talked about the Christmas package. What else do we have going on? Blah blah blah. blah. The graphics. That's all. European castles. Updated hardcover stuff. Chaos Earth book. You can get that in hardcover now. Original Palladium Fantasy. Some of this stuff guys can be like, well, I already knew about this. Well, if you follow Palladium, you did, yeah. Ninjas and Super Spies RPG bonus hardcover. You get more stuff than I've got, more stuff than Heathen Dog's got, because you don't have the hardcover, do you? I don't. Yeah. So these people will tell you how to play the game. Oh, wait, they go. already tried to anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, riffs. Now, I, I, I want to talk about this for a second. Where is it? Uh, this is Manhunter, Rifts 85 Annual. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, I saw it in here. You know, I'll just talk about it anyway if I can't find it. I don't care. And Supernatural, Titan Robotics. Where the hell is it? Rift Bestiary. Okay, I don't see it. What is it? I'm, I'm gonna, oh, here it is right here. The Rifter 1 through 85. 
you can go to drive through RPG and get every rifter. Dear Kevin, dear Sean, I want the ability to do that in one click, <laughs> not 85 clicks. One click. Like, uh, and, and here's what I mean. Like, Dragon Magazine put out, what, its first 250 on CD, like, 20-some years ago? Yep. I still have a copy of that. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, I, I don't know about anybody else. I'm not going to speak for other people. I already have, like, half of them. Well, you know what? They're PDFs anyways. Um, I would like to be able to say, I want 1 through 85, click, and also not have it cost the full price of what 1 through 85 is. I, I get it. You're going to sell it for a couple hundred bucks or something like that. I don't have that big of a deal. But, you know, maybe if somebody buys all 85 of them and it's just in PDF format, eh, trim that price down a little bit. Bulk order, Five, you know, kind of thing. Off, that's fine. Five, 10, no, 50. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not that. No. Well, the, the CD, I can't remember what that CD cost for the 250 Dragon Magazine. I, I want to say it was like uh, $49. And if you consider all those Dragon Magazines were at least a couple of bucks, probably $5 by the time it was done, that's well over 50% off. But, I mean, I do get it. I'm not asking Kevin <clears throat> to give up all his hard-earned cash. I'm just saying, you know, I, I would like a way of a single-clicking that thing. Because I'm not going to go through and click 85 of them. And I can't figure out which ones I would like, so. All right, that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about here. Okay. You can check, the, you can find this... Uh, all this information out on the Palladium Books. You can probably see the link up there. If not, it's a Palladium Books about and then weekly update stuff. So, stop. Told you, I told you this introduction was going to be long today. You did. And uh, is that everything? We have, uh, that's right. Uh, one last time to reiterate, give you Palladium Books news. Talk to you about the Palladium. I should have given you the link. Should have given you the link to the Christmas surprise. You know what? Just go to palladium-store.com. I even said dash for you instead of attack, like real people say. And, uh, no yeah. real people don't say that okay well they should learn it uh see kevin and sean will be here on the fourth again scheduled to be here on the fourth of december mark mckinnon scheduled the 20th november next friday this friday upcoming friday whatever it is wounded warrior project 24 hour live stream done a lot of stuff going on and mm -hmm. I want to thank, by the way, I want to thank you guys for making a lot of this stuff possible because you encourage us to keep going. We have enough enough subscribers and members and and uh, cool dudes out there that watch that, uh, you know, make people actually say, you know what, maybe I will talk to these Legion of Myth weirdos. Of course, there are a few people out there like, if you talk to Legion of Myth, I'll never talk to you again. I like finding those people too. <laughs> well, it, does that mean my life will be quieter and with, with less drama? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I add a lot of spice to your life indirectly, don't I? <laughs> I'm immune. Uh, I don't care. I, I, I like to think I'm immune as well. Uh, except for the fact that, uh, how, do, how do I say this? I'm immune because I don't really care. It, it really, a lot of times when people go after us, it just gives me something to talk about on Friday. I love it. I mean, this whole, this past Friday, we talked about that Adam guy. I wasn't even intending to. I was actually sending people messages on Discord saying, guys, I really don't want to talk about this this week. I just don't care anymore. I want to talk about it. So, okay. And it kept people's interest. If you look at the, the viewership of that episode, it stayed high the entire way. Uh, why are you not? Oh, um, so let me check, Hungar. Let me check. Because you are a member. You have, so one of the things you have to do is you have to, in Discord, um, I don't have the step-by-step -step process I can put out there, but you have to link your YouTube account to your Discord account. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you do that within Discord. You said you have a laptop. So if you're doing it off the laptop, it shouldn't be too hard, but you do have to go in and link your account. 
That's the main reason. And it will yep. within it. I think it takes, I think one person got it done immediately. Most people took like an hour or two before it, you know, it goes back out and links it back up, but yep. it will automatically link it back up. If it doesn't within 24 hours, let me know. <laughs> Crafty. Okay. Uh, you know what? We've got links. We've got a schedule. Do want to thank you guys for being here. Thank all of our monetary backers. Thank our awesome viewers. And of course, that is one of the links to the Wounded Warrior Project. Not the one that we're going to be doing on Friday, but the one that's kind of up there until the end of the year. So check that out. If you can donate to that, that would be amazing. We only need $150 more on that one, and that one will close itself out. All right, let me get the book and ready, stuff ready. Slide that. Slide that. What did I just do? Oh. And it's ready. Why won't it share? Okay. Whew. All right, for segment one today, we continue on with Riff's Ultimate Edition. I want to put an echo behind that. Ultimate Edition, 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 Edition. As a heathen dog is going to, in his sepia tone camera, there is going to hey. regale us with uh, <laughs> with uh, magic and science. No, that's great. It's kind of got an old timey wimey feel to this one now, and he's going to regale us with magic. Hello, and ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's get that off the screen. Oh no, I can't because I have to do this first. Hey, check out our social media and Discord links below. We've got a couple of contests that are about to start. Also might be over by the time you read this. Who knows? But if you read it in time, you could maybe join a contest that we're going to have coming up in the next couple of weeks. You can uh, check out our merch and our charity drive, and you can watch us on alternative media if you're like, I hate YouTube. Okay. Nerds and Warriors charity drive to support Wounded Warrior Project. I'm not going to say more about that, except for on Veterans Day this year, I will have a 24-hour live stream for the Wounded Warrior Project. I am going to be exhausted. You guys are going to make fun of me. It's going to be a good time. Donate the money that you would normally give me in Super Chats to charity. Let it go, Heathen Dog. It's going to charity this time. Damn it. Charity. In fact, that's the charity right there. Except for I put the wrong time on there. It's 2050. I ignore that 2059. Just ignore that. Let's <laughs> go there. And of course, we believe that role-playing games take place in fantastic worlds. All that stuff I normally say, escapism, not representation, entertainment over activism, natural inclusion, not forced diversity. You guys know what that is, so I'm just going to move on. At segment one, we're going to ramble. I'm going to ramble. Well, yeah, I'm going to ramble, not him. And uh, we're going to talk about things that might be a little off topic, and then Heathen Dog will complain, and we'll get back on topic. There we go. We're now in All segment right. one. <laughs> okay, now, Max, I want you to stay silent for five seconds after I say this, okay? No. Okay? Okay. I, I don't know what he's going to say, so I will grudgingly agree good now today we're going to talk about magic and psionics in the same in the same episode why because they're basically the same thing okay everyone who's already hit the dislike button and is now <laughs> scrolled down and now writing comments stop stop that was a joke i was kidding <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it was at your expense because i'm i'm a bad bad man magic and psionics are not the same thing but to the uninitiated, someone just coming out, coming to riffs, they seem like the same thing. They they both come from pools of power that run out like mana. They they 
uh, they, they both have powers that do specific effects. So it seems like they're the same thing, just different flavors, right? Well, no. Are they really. different in this version of the game compared to other? Yes, they are. Compared okay. to earlier versions, they definitely are different. And here are the main differences between magic and psionics. Magic is more powerful overall. Magic is more expensive. Your, your pool of energy that depletes like mana to use magic depletes faster because on average, magic costs more because it's more powerful. And you can't use as much magic, depending on which magic you use, per round. And then you have psionics. Psionics, not as versatile, not as powerful, much more specific, but much cheaper. You can do it more often. So and, it's a sniper rifle versus the machine gun? Yeah. Yeah. And on top of that, psionics are the, the number of, of psionics you can use around are, are always equal to the number of, almost always equal to the number of actions you have in that round whereas magic that varies so you have to decide if you want to make a psionic character or a magic character based on these general criteria and then you move on from there you want unbelievable power but also almost unbelievable cost or do you want scalpel like precision that can be used over and over and over again you have to make that choice now, first, we're going to start off with psionics. The reason why we're doing psionics first, because it happens to be earlier in the book first. Page okay. 165. I'm guessing I'm three pages behind that, yeah. All right. Psionics are grouped into four categories in riffs. Healing, sensitive, physical, and supersionic. Now, there are very few... OCCs, there used to be just one in the original book, but there, there are a few now that can use supersonic abilities. And these are what I'd call the magic equivalent. They are much more powerful than your normal psionic abilities, but they also end up costing more as well. But don't worry, we're going to get into that in a second. Right now, we're going to go over the, the, the different categories and what they are. Healing, sensitive, and physical healing the this is healing yourself and others diagnosing curing diseases healing damage um of, affecting the body in certain ways resisting hunger resisting fatigue um inducing sleep this is affecting yours or someone else's body either positively or negatively then we have physical this is affecting the 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 physical body directly by augmenting or what's the what's the opposite of that? augmenting or diminishing the the physical body's abilities alter your aura put yourself into into a trance levitate make yourself impervious to cold fire poison night vision resist fatigue hunger thirst these are all directly affecting your body either positively or negatively and then we have the sensitive category this is your this is your uh, traditional esp clairvoyance clairaudience uh mind block to you know block all all uh you know possible intrusions into your mind empathy so it's uh, not the twitter channel or the, <laughs> the, the, the astral projection object read 
uh, sense evil, sense magic, sixth sense, total recall, telepathy, all of these common ESP type abilities. And then we have the super psionics. These, these are, uh, you could say it's a, it's the most powerful of all the other categories because you could say this is a healing super psionic. This is a sensitive super psionic. This is a physical super psionic, but they're all get categorized as super psionic because they are super strong. You could, you can do direct damage with mind bolt. You can link your mind to someone else's so you can share all their memories, skills, and knowledge with mind bond. You can, uh, you can affect water with hydrokinesis. You have super telekinesis, which is telekinesis on friggin' steroids. Empathic transmission. You can give emotion instead of just reading it. Radiate horror factor. That's a good one. Is it a 22? Acceleration attack. That's a good one too. That's basically turns you into a rail gun. All right. This can is, I, can this I up all... my horror factor to 22 though? Uh, we'll go ahead and read it to see if we can get that okay. high. If not, Nightbane's better. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Mind wipe. You can literally wipe away someone's entire life for 50 ISP. Literally wipe it all away. Now, to be fair, there are some supersonic powers that you cannot acquire until at least third level. And I believe Mind Wipe is one of them. So you're not going to start out of the gate with that ability to completely wipe away someone's past. But it's good to have in your pocket. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and and we're going to have Max pick one. Okay. From, from each of the first three categories, healing, physical, and sensitive. One that jumps out at you that either you've never seen before or you think may be interesting. Yeah, Start I don't, I don't want to pick anything we picked before, but I also don't remember what we picked before. So I think for healing, I want to pick Restore PPE. Now, PPE, because I think this is important for what we're talking about today. Yes. PPE, so uh, Potential Psychic Energy, is a dumb name because it has nothing to do with psychics. Yeah. It has this to do is, with magic. <laughs> exactly. This is the the uh, the magic mana, the 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 the, yeah. the magic fuel, not psionic fuel. Psionic fuel is is inner strength uh, points. Inner strength points. ISP. This is PPE. So that that's actually a good one because it seems like it's it's dichotomous to what we're talking about. So well, well you did say that. healing to help help other people. So you know that, that that's okay. That so then for physical, um, no no no, we'll do one at a time. Oh, that means I have to scroll back to this page. What page? That's 167. Okay. All right. Then th this this one is uh, book page 166 for restore PPE. So that'll probably be 169 for me. There it is. There it is. All right. Range touch, duration permanent. ISP four plus the amount of PPE transferred. Okay. Already we're not making PPE out of thin air. Right, we're transferring PPE from one source to another. Let's see what source we're transferring. Wait, so we are cross-domaining. Yes. ISP and PPE. Yes. This power allows the psychic to convert some of his ISP into PPE energy and transfer that energy to another person. Two ISP counts as one PPE point. In addition, the conversion and transfer costs four to initiate. So basically, building the bridge costs four ISP and then fueling the transfer costs two ISP per PPE created. 
So you're not actually transferring PPE. You're you're uh, changing ISP into PPE and then funneling that into another person. Ideally, someone who is a practitioner of magic and can properly use it, or else you're just doing it for funsies, I guess. I don't know. Uh, for example, 10 ISP converts into 5 PPE and costs additional 4 points to make the transfer for a total of 14. Note, PPE cannot be turned into ISP. You can't you can't Lame. reverse this process. You can't reverse the process. <laughs> so I can put my brain juices out into the universe, but I can't gather universal energy and bring it in. What's up with that? And turn it into brain juice. You're absolutely right. Yes. <laughs> this is important if you have a, uh, a magic user on your team and you're relying on his big damaging spells, big boom, boom spells, yeah. fireballs and, and lightning strikes and what, or anything last, last second type stuff. Like exactly like we're, we're at the end of a battle and your, your magician has just run out of juice. Well, you're a psychic. All your stuff is pretty cheap. You still have, you still have gas left in your tank. You can take some of that, convert it to diesel and then push it over to your mage and have him cast another fireball, chain lightning, whatever, whatever big boom, boom spell that he wants to do to close out this fight. You can do that. So that's, Hey, you know what? Like, like I said, scalpel utility. Okay. Very narrow in scope, but very specific of purpose. That's most psionics. Now we'll go back up and now you'll pick. I already forgot pin. what page. Oh, it's just a couple pages up. Okay. It's a couple pages up. Uh, I think we talked about that before, that before, um, physical, 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 physical. something tells me let's, you know what people are going to want to know. Let's look at telekinetic punch. Telekinetic punch. Okay. Telekinetic punch. It is. I will give you the page number in just a second. That is going to be page number 170 bottom so, right hand side. One, seven, three for me. There it is. Oh, punch. There. Oh, it's push. Sorry. Oh, it's push. Punch. It's push. Either way, it's still the same page. Yeah, punch. Same page. Okay. Range by touch or one foot per level of experience. This is important. This is important because you don't actually oh. have to physically connect for this to work. Even at level one, you can be a foot away and still this telekinetic punch will hit. Let's let's read on to see to see what that actually entails. Duration instant, ISP six. That's kind of high. Go, for, for a non, is is that isn't that a high number six for a non uh, super psychic? For for a non supersonic power, uh, that six is on the high end, but it is also a direct damage effect, which okay. most direct damage effects for psionics are on the high end. Okay. This telekinetic power enables the psychic to deliver a powerful punch or kick like force through telekinetic energy. The character must actually make a physical punch or kick, but a successful strike delivers a telekinetically enhanced blow. A telekinetic punch will deliver 3d6 SDC or hit point damage plus SDC bonus. I'm sorry, PS bonus, if any, and a kick will do 46 plus PS bonus, if any. The ISP is spent whether or not the puncher kick actually hits the target. Roll the strike is normal. Mm -hmm. The power is used in conjunction with a normal physical attack that can be parried or dodged by the enemy. Every time the power is used, the psychic must make a save of 14 or higher, or he will take 1d6 of damage himself as a result <laughs> of wrenched muscles or dislocated joint from the extra strain on his body. 
Now that alone makes me not want to take this. The other thing that makes me not want to take this is even though I'm literally telegraphing my punch at least a foot ahead, I still have to successfully strike. No, I should have to get within a foot per level. I have have one other thing that that I don't like about this, but I'll let you correct me. And it could just be because of my jaded view of riffs. Okay. I don't like that as SDC. That is true. That is true. I'm not Again. saying that there's never a time that somebody is not out of the glitter boy or, or you know, that isn't walking. But but even still, even if somebody's walking around town, a lot of times they're still wearing MDC armor. I mean, there are there there's there's MDC armor that is not environmental. There's MDC armor that just looks like you could wear it while sitting at the bar. OK. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's a bad ability. I am, but I but I think that uh, for six ISP, I would probably just find something else. Yeah, I would definitely skip this. Uh, there, there, there are three strikes that uh, that this power has. One of them is exactly what Max said. It only does SDC damage. Stupid. Number two, you have to successfully strike, even though you can telegraph this thing an invisible force. You can telegraph it one foot per away from your hand or foot per level of experience. And yet you still have to successfully strike. Doesn't make sense. And num- number three is the, uh, you have to roll a save or hurt yourself in the process. This is a no go. I'm glad you picked this one because this is what, this is a psychic power that I personally would never ever take. Okay. All right. Now we go back to page 165. For you, one for sensitive, and you go ahead and choose us a sensitive power. Uh, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna go with Machine Ghost. Machine Ghost, okay, it just sounds cool. That is book page 173, bottom right hand side, bottom left hand side. Sorry, here it is. All right, range self computer by touch so you're activating it on yourself but you must be touching a computer system that's important duration three minutes per level of experience okay isp 12 that's a lot for a non-supersonic power this thing better do oodles let's find out saving throw not applicable because you're casting on yourself of course you're not gonna you're not gonna want to save against it the psychic goes into a trance as he focuses his concentration on entering a computer or most any type of AI, not applicable for sentient self-aware <laughs> machines like Archie three or, or what? if you're a heroes unlimited AI character rifted into rifts, then you're also immune to this power. This power is limited to the acquisition or reading of information. Only the psychic cannot input program or delete data on the machine. He can also access information stored by most electronic means, including computer disks, video and audio disks, film or audio tape, and hard drives. Okay, this title, the title of this power is a lie. Yes. I wanted it to be some sort of poltergeist where I'm shooting out CD-ROMs at people or the screen starts flickering and starts saying no, weird no, stuff. No, it's, it's more ghost in the machine type thing where, oh. where you can put your consciousness <laughs> into, into any machine and it looks like you can bypass all security and get at any information stored at this machine, whether it be digital, analog, or whatnot. If it's readable by the computer you're interfacing with, you can read it. I like my version better. 
I know. <laughs> Reading electronically encoded disks and tapes similar to object read, except in this case, he hears and sees the data as if you were playing it on a computer disk or player, only he perceives the information 10 times faster. Thus, a character can read, never input, information from disks or broken computers without a physical jack connection or an actual display device, i.e. computer or monitor, CD player, or whatever. So you, you could actually pick up a record even and listen to the music on the record, a CD, DVD, whatever, watch the movie without it even being in a computer. That's amazing. As an actual machine ghost, the psychic mentally enters and travels the neural network on an active computer. He is actually inside the device. In many Decker. ways, this experience is similar to astral projection, except the psychic is projecting into the machine rather than in the astral plane. It also the same pitfalls as S projection, as in the character enters a very strange, very seemingly real world that he must learn to navigate. So, so you know, a, a Decker or a Netrunner. Mm -hmm. yeah. Think of it that way. It, it, except, you know, you don't have to spend an hour alone with the game master where everyone else is going on a smoke break, right? Because they actually fix that by saying everything works 10 times faster. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, like Astro Projection, the electronic world of computers takes on a virtual landscape. This is all up to the game master, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it sounds like. A password or special access code may appear as a met metal door or iron gate or locked filing cabinet that needs to be seemingly broken open or gain access. The more difficult the code, the bigger, stronger, or more difficult the door or lock. Data is likely to appear as books, file, paper, diagrams, films, holograms, whatever. The more sophisticated defense measures are likely to appear as one or more guards who must be defeated. How do you defeat them? Combat. Combat in the virtual world seems as real as conducted, same as it happened in the real world. Combat and damage are measured by the character's perception of his real body armor, weapons, and natural powers. When the psychic has lost more than 70% of his armor or SDC-MDC, he will feel the urge to flee. If he flees, the computer defender will not follow. However, a virus will pursue and continue to fight. Although all such damage is only in his mind of the psychic, no damage appears in the real world. If he dies in the virtual world, he can die in the real world as well. The shock to his psyche and body will momentarily stop his heart as he slumps over debt. The character must roll save versus coma and death. In this case, physical treatment is not necessary and the recovery process, if successful, take less than a minute. The psychic must roll three times and the best two out of three rolls determine life or death. That's, a, that's between... by the way, that's that's prevalent through a lot of palladium games, that kind yeah. of death save like that, where you make two of two can't yeah. talk. Two out of three. Yeah, the the uh the, the game is built to not like insta-kill things. Unless it's just overwhelming damage, like actual damage. Like, mm -hmm. you know, a, a mountain hits you. Well, sorry, dude, there's no save for that. That a mountain hit you. You're you're atomized. Sorry. The downside in the usage's power is the psychic loses all sense of time and reality outside the data he's accessing. This means he's oblivious to what is happening around him and unless protected by a companion, is vulnerable to attack without a means of defense. Pain or being struck or shaken will alert the psychic to trouble, but he has the choice of breaking contact and responding or ignoring it and continuing to retrieve data. Now remember, in this world, in this virtual world, it's happening 10 times faster. So retrieving data takes one-tenth the actual time as if someone were reading it in real life. A character accessing a file on a disk can break contact anytime with a thought, although he'll be disoriented for one melee round. Okay, here's the thing. There's a lot more caveats and addendums to this, but if, if you want the hack to this power, it's real easy. Turn off the computer. Take out the hard drive, 
the power allows you to read the hard drive. And that circumvents most security. Because security programs are usually run through the operating system of most things. I mean, sure, there, there, there is some, you know, data level encryption that you may have to get through, but it probably won't try and kill you. It'll just take time to, you know, bust through. So do that. That's probably the way to go. But if you want to access a system that is on, you can't turn it off, then you have to go through the whole Netrunner Decker scenario. And that's the drawback to this power. Apparently, you do have to spend some time away from your group where you and the game master are running a game all by yourself. Do I like this power because of that? No, I do not like this power because of that. But is it useful? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Reading data disks by grabbing them, going into a transfer one tenth the time, and knowing all the information on that disk can be invaluable in situations. Absolutely. I just want, I just want the name changed because I'm telling you it's a lie. Machine Go should mean that I'm in there spooking the system. <laughs> I'm making little smiley faces on your monitor, dancing hamsters, you know. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay, we've gone through the 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 three examples of healing, physical, and sensitive. Now let's let's take a look at chat. Okay. Before we get into super psionics, because this is a whole other can of worms. All right, going back. Uh, don't both use PPE. We uh, this is before no. we discussed yeah. it. Psionics uses ISP. ISP is based off of your off of your uh, mental endurance attribute, whereas PPE is not directly based off of any attribute. It's it's power you you gather from the world because the Rift's, Rift's world is rife with magic everywhere. You gather it in your body and uh, you act like a battery. And the, the higher level you are, or depending on your OCC, is the level of that battery. Now, for ISP, which is used to power psionics, it's based on your attribute, your mental endurance attribute, plus a multiplier of some kind. And that multiplier is dependent on your, on your psychic class. If you're a mind melter, you have a greater multiplier than, say, a Psy Stalker. All right, go on. It says, uh, one thing I love about Palladium is that magic doesn't have lots of giant damage spells that kill everything. If you want to fight, you still want a rifle. They it does have giant damage spells, but they cost a lot of PPE. We're gonna get into that when we get into magic because there are some spells that that just obliterate entire battlefields, but they cost so much PPE that a single person, even at level 15 Leyline Walker, is not going to have readily inside his body. Okay, so so, so his comment kind of still stands, except for a very niche case. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm still gonna want a gun. I mean, look at Earth Dawn. Earth Dawn, you had city in a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but how good luck getting it. Uh, I mean, interesting topic for discussion. Why psionics always so much worse than standard magic? Because okay, you have to work for magic. <laughs> not worse. I'm gonna say different. All right. They have they have they have different abilities, different attributes, and different applications. Magic is much more is much more versatile, but psionics. While, you know, uh, lesser in scope, much more effective at the at the task that they're meant for. 
I found in most games that magic is something you have to earn and work for, and it's a little bit more random because you might not get the spell you want. Or psionics, you basically pre-program what you want. You know, that's why I think sorcerers in like, you know, third edition D&D are nothing but psionics with a different name. So if you're just going to give get what you want, if you're just going to have it available at all times, of course it's going to be lower power. Magic, on the other hand, you, you have to work for it, typically. You typically have to work for it. It's a little bit more random. It's like, that isn't the spell I wanted. Well, too bad. That's the one that came up, buddy. Uh, you know, what, whatever it happens to be. But like Heathen Dog said, because you have that entire list, depending on whatever game you're playing, you can go down that list like, I want this one right now. And you maybe you have to rememorize it. Maybe you have to you know focus on it. Maybe you just have to spend some points for it, whatever. But uh, usually that's that's what I'm seeing in games. Yeah. Uh, so all mages should have Yoda in a backpack and uses use oh my god to use as a magic battery. Hey, you know what? If 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 there's a that's actually a good idea. No, no, I don't mean Yoda in the backpack. That's weird. <laughs> No, no, you did that. You did that in Battle Lords of the 23rd century. I did that. Yes, yes. If you have two characters who decide they want to have a symbiotic relationship to increase both of their effectiveness, you can. In Battle Lords of the 23rd century, was it fourth edition? Second, second, or fourth? Uh, yeah, we played fourth at that time. Fourth, fourth edition. I was, uh, I, I was in a backpack on top of someone's back. And I you and I had a I had a sniper rifle and I would use him as as a as a steady for the sniper rifle. He would go down on one knee and I would shoot. But you also so, had the super magic. I also had the the uh, the uh, super magic to to defend him. So we were we would be symbiotic. We would you know increase each other's effectiveness effectiveness in battle. If you want to have say brothers twin twin brothers one one is psionic and one one was born with the ability to use magic or with the capacity to use magic and then learn how to do it, then yes, they can work with each other to make each other stronger. That that's a, that's an amazing idea for, for two people in a group. That's great. It, it creates an automatic group cohesion and it, 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 it makes both of them more powerful than they were if they were on their own. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Because only a GM could house rule. That it's MDC instead. Hmm. It's not the there point. You go. It's not written. Can. I mean, we already know that you can make house rules. Yes, you can but, house rule whatever you want. But the, the when, book, on the other hand. <laughs> exactly. What we're doing for you today is showing you what the book says. This is how rules is written. But again, this is riffs. If you think it should be MDC, then it should be MDC in your game. Absolutely My no problem with that. I respect it. My game master gave me a damn alarm clock and said that I couldn't wake up without the alarm clock going off so that things could happen during the night and I didn't automatically wake up and have my Borg power to stop them. Heathen Dog was in that game. Yeah. Well, like, you're, you're, yeah, when, Bob, when Bob was running the game, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, yeah. That... Screw you, Bob. Uh, teleconnect punch would be good power if it telekinetically bypassed armor entirely. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, the house rule. That, that would work. That would work. It really would. Um, they they do have some some uh, stuff that bypasses armor, but it's a it's a phase world. It's in the phase world world book. Uh, phase phase magic or or phase abilities. Phase well, you'll have gamers. to cover that in twenty twenty three. Yeah, when you yeah. Start we'll going talk about source the, books. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it it bypasses armor and goes straight to hit points. 
or SDC. Right? Max is talking more like some type of telekinesis. No, I was just basing it on the name of the title. The title said Machine Ghost. And when I picture that, I picture something in the machine that when I put K, it types up a middle finger or something like that. When I when I'm, you know, trying to wiggle, you know, it's like when somebody goes in and turns your mouse the opposite direction. So when you go left, it goes right. When you go up, it goes down, you know, something like that. I'm, but I guess that's machine poltergeist, not machine ghost. There you go. <laughs> All right, finally, uh, so I stepped away. Does the psychic live in the machine if the body dies? No. That's a, that's, that's another difference, uh, between, you know, your D and D astral projection and, and, uh, astral projection and psionic projection in palladium. If your body dies, you just stop. You need your body to live. You know, your, 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 your psychic essence is tethered to your body. If it's not tethered to your body, it dissipates. Is that immediately? It should be, but again, it's up to the game master. If, if it's he wants as soon you as you able... recognize you can't get back, you're like, uh oh, uh oh, and you you see yourself start dissipating in your in your mind's eye. You're like, oh no, and and, and if your game master, the picture. <laughs> yeah, if, if your game master wants you to la have one last hurrah, you know, be be visible for a second and say, remember me or whatever. See that the thing is, all of your psychic power is based on on your body. If with without your body, you have no reservoir of ISP. Without ISP, you have no psychic powers, which means you're just done. All right, now we can do supersonics. All righty, super. Choose one. Choose wisely. <laughs> well, come on, that means you already have one planned, and I don't know what it is. Um, see, you know which one I'm going to go for. You tricked me. You tricked me. I'm okay. There are two. I think we covered one. Okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm going for Radiate Horror Factor because we talked about that earlier. Yep. You said, I knew. I knew you were gonna pick it. I knew you're gonna pick no, it. No, I was gonna pick Pyrokinesis. Pyrokin. Oh, fire! Get out of here. Get what? <laughs> get back. <laughs> get back. Radiate Horror Factor. That yep. is page number one eighty-two. Uh, Radiate Horror Factor. There it is. Range self, no kidding. Uh, affects all who come within 100 feet of the psychic. Wow. 100 feet. Five minutes per level of experience. ISP eight. Saving throw minus one to save versus horror factor. That's the that's saving it. throw is horror factor minus one. That's it. That's that's the person saves versus horror factor except at a minus one. The psychic can channel his psionic powers, alignment, and emotions to radiate an aura of power that is frightening. This aura is equal to a horror factor and perceived on a subconscious level by all who see the psychic or come within range. Now notice it says see or come within range. Or, not and, or. So a wall will affect this. Well, it will not affect no, the ability, but you'll affected, be affected. No. What I mean is you'll be affected beyond a wall. Exactly. And uh, if you're to, uh, if you're looking at someone through a sniper scope over 100 feet away, you can see that. That means you're affected. The usual horror factor reaction and penalties apply. See combat section of this book for details on horror factor. The level of horror factor is as follows. Horror factor of 10 
if the character is of good or unprincipled alignment. Horror factor of 10 plus 1 for every three levels of experience if the character is anarchist. Horror factor 12 plus 1 for every three levels of experience if the character is in evil alignment. Add one horror factor point to any of the above if the character is also insane or enraged beyond reason. Can a crazy get a super psychic power? No. Oh, okay. So crazy can't have this. <laughs> well, now I'm I'm remembering crazy from before ultimate. Fair enough. So uh, off the you, cuff, you're you're guessing off, no. That, off that, the cuff, fine. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Because they get a whole bunch of other powers already, so giving them access to supersonics would be dumb. So I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to err on the, on the that the book is not dumb. But this power for a PC who you are supposed to be good guys, right? Is not is not very strong. Not very strong at all. If you're a good guy, it's horror factor ten. If you're an anarchist, it's ten plus one for every level of experience. If you're a bad guy. This thing is great. Mm. Think it's about still it. Not tw- it's still not 22. Wait, wait a second. Levels go to 15, right? Yep. So we're at what? 17. And I, I think I think it's true that 18 is the hard cap. Plus they save at a minus one. So it's effectively 19. Order to play in Christmas game. box, and when I get, I'm going to be making an unboxing video. And Splicers was on my list. No, <laughs> Max hates Splicers, but I'll, I'll watch it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the video definitely. Uh, post it on our Discord so that you get some traction on that. I'll watch it. Uh, right. Hey, you know what? If you like Splicers, I, I'm not going to take it away from you. I no. just went through it, and actually, I seem to remember you didn't really care for it either. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was meh. I was meh on yeah, it. Fair. Yeah, but this power. For a PC, thank you. For a player character, I would not recommend. Does it yeah, have uses? This is a good DM power, GM power. It is ex- exactly. It has uses if you want to. If you want to frighten the rabble, you know, like like some someone's trying to to uh, pitchfork and and uh, you know Molotov you be- because because you're you're a dirty psychic. This could help you because normal rabble don't have very high horror factor resistance. So that ten will probably be all right. But against anything else, it'll be next to useless. But a a GM's bad guy character, ooh, especially a, a lieutenant or higher using this power, if he's at least level three, a horror factor of 13 is pretty effective. Mm-hmm. And it only gets better from there. So as an NPC, this power, definitely good in the in the Game Master's toolbox. As and a it's PC, a super psychic power. As a super psychic power, only cost I can't. Eight. I can't really recommend it. I mean, sure, it's it cheap, says, but it's low ISP. Yeah, okay, fair, fair. Yeah, it's cheap, but that is the, the it's it's reflected in its utility. Now let's let's move on to something much more powerful, which is just just move down one power and you have telekinesis super. This is unbelievably powerful. Is it better than telekinetic punch? Yes. <laughs> okay. By miles. Range, 100 feet per level of experience. That's the range that you can affect something. You can lift it or crush it or move it or whatever. Duration, two minutes per level of experience. ISP, 10 
to lift, move, hurl. Remember, 100 feet per level experience to affect it, but then you can hurl it beyond your range. That weighs 100 pounds plus 10 ISP for each additional 100 pounds. This is important. This is important when we get to damage, which is next. 1d4 times 10 SDC per 100 pounds of weight. Note, 100 SDC equals 1 MD point. They specifically made it so SDC transfers to MD in this instance. This is important. The power is basically the same as the ability described in the physical category of sonic powers, but greatly enhanced. Differences are increased range, dramatically increased weight and damage. The character can use super telekinesis to manipulate as many as one object per level of his experience, as long as the combined weight does not exceed his total weight capacity. Here's oh, your bonus. Interesting. So you're still limited by your own. Huh. Limited by your own what? By your own strength. No, by your own ISP total. Oh, is it? Okay, so, okay. My assumption was when I read this is based on PS score. Yours makes more nope. sense. I got it. ISP okay. total. Now, when using this, you get a plus three to strike with it. Physical skill bonuses strike do not apply. So boxing doesn't work. Martial ah. arts doesn't work. No, <laughs> this is all mental footwork, okay? It doesn't do. Plus four to parry with telekinesis by using an object to get in the way. Moving a boulder in the way of someone's attack. The boulder will absorb that attack. SDC damage from hurled objects. Very small. Six ounces to one pound is 1d4. Small. Up to two pounds. 1d6. Medium. Up to four pounds. 2d4. Medium up to 10 pounds. 3d4. Medium large up to 25. Blah, 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 blah. Large. 4d6. Add 1d6 damage for each additional 20 pounds. Mega damage from hurled objects. MD is only possible with super telekinesis and only when the hurled object is 100 pounds or heavier and is hard material like wood, stone, or metal. Does 1d4 MD per 100 pounds. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It costs 10 ISP for the first 100 pounds and then 10 more ISP for every 100 pounds after that. Mm -hmm. Now, what I'm going to look at, I'm going to look in the book and I'm going to look at the Mountaineer ATV. And I'm going to find its weight. Let's see here. Three-wheeled armored ATV transport vehicle. Oh, big, big boss ATV. That's even cooler. That sounds cooler. And it doesn't give weight. It gives size. Oh, six tons. There we go. Six tons. Six tons for the Mountaineer. Okay, six tons is 12,000 12, pounds. So that's going to be uh, 1,200 ISP. You probably don't have that. Oh, can you pull it? <laughs> you probably don't have that. So let's let's try something else. Let's try the um, motorcycle. Yeah, can I throw my cyclone at him? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Hover, hover bike, hover bike. Uh, size 700 pounds. Okay. So that's, okay. uh, that is one D four MD. So that's seven D four MD per 100 pounds. Okay. Okay. So, so, so it, I'm sorry. So 74 mega damage per hit. Now it's 700 pounds. That means I spend 70 ISP 
and I can I can bash you with this for two minutes. I have a number of attacks equal to my hand-to-hand combat, plus three to hit, and every time I do it does 74 mega damage. Hit, 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 hit. Two minutes. I can start beating you with this thing. Now, let's say I I have a, a giant a giant uh, piece of uh, metal from a broken building and it weighs a thousand pounds. I spend 100 ISP. And if this is a supersonic power, if I'm a mind melter, I mean, I'm, I'm at least level three. I have a hundred ISP. It might be all I have, but I have it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a thousand pounds. So that's uh, every hundred pounds is a D4. So that's so 10 D4 mega damage per hit. I have probably four or five attacks per round. Average of 25 damage. Average of 25. So I'm doing 100 to 125 damage a round. And uh, a round is, is what, 15 seconds? Yeah. So I'm doing, I can do that for two minutes. So that's 100. Let's, let's just say 100 times four that's 400 times two that's 800 mega damage in that two minutes i can do beating you with a giant rock or beating all you and all your friends with a giant rock the rock doesn't get destroyed as it's mashing into something mega damage it depends on how big it is i suppose mm-hmm. i mean i mean that, that's 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 pedantry i'm, I'm just asking. yeah yeah i mean uh they they uh they have they have optional weapon damage due to uh, supernatural and mega damage strength and and stuff like that it's optional so you could break your giant rock if the game master is using the optional rules but if they're not using the optional rules then your rock is fine and you can keep beating people with it all day long and you can move that around within a hundred feet back forward up down left right beating on people for two minutes straight without spending an additional ISP. That's some value. That's some good value right there. It's an average of 800 mega damage over the course of two minutes. And you can do that while hiding. You you can, you can hide behind somebody and do this. And unlike magic, psionics is not immediately apparent. They're not going to immediately know who's doing it. They have a good idea that somebody's doing something. Rocks yeah, they have just, an idea someone's doing something. Like that, but just don't fly back and forth and up and <laughs> but, Unlike but yeah. magic, there's no one waving their hands around, <laughs> chanting and whatnot. No one's glowing or anything like that. Your Darth Vader approves of this <laughs> telekinesis. Yes, this is this is the Vader kinesis right here. I was going to say that earlier, but uh, I'll give it to him for thank you for the two dollars. Yes, uh, Vader kinesis. So yeah, it, it all depends on your pool of ISP. The more pool of I, yes, it's a one, it's a one trick pony, but this trick lasts for two minutes and it does Ooh, a I massive amount of damage. Wait, two or five? Oh, two, two minutes. minutes. Okay. Two minutes. Yep. Oh, per level of experience. I'm sorry. <laughs> there you go. The, the value just increased. You know, you're talking like third level. That's six minutes. Well, let's see. If you've got four actions, most will probably have five, but let's just go with four. You have four base actions uh, per round. That's four every 15 seconds. That's 16 per minute. Uh, What's 16 times? uh, uh, That's that's, uh, 80. 400 per minute. 
times six <laughs> is 2400 mega damage with the duration of this power 2400 mega damage and you can do it by from from hidden hidden behind a rock using a periscope to to guide it and that can even hurt a glitter boy that'll <laughs> that'll destroy a lot of things so yes super telekinesis sure i mean at the at the end of those two to six to to 30 minutes if you're level 15 that's 30 minutes yeah you're out of isp but guess what everyone around you is now dead all the bad guys are dead you don't need isp anymore because you won you won the fight good good job i said squish earlier in the stream and i was told i have to stop Maybe you were talking about books then. All right, let's let, let's <laughs> let's take a look at the chat. If they have any questions, have any concerns. All right, all including allies. This was about um, the the Decker thing. Wait, no, what, what I nope. forgot what this was about. This is for one of the horror powers factor. we talked about. Horror factor. Horror factor. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Horror factor. You're right. Right. Uh. Yeah. It it, it didn't say anything about enemies oh. or allies, so it would be everybody. Thanks again for the five dollars, uh, Fat Gamer. We already read this. Uh, it's a great deal. Got two surprise packages last week. See, people are getting their surprise packages. Good deal. And uh, you know, Ke Kevin, I, I got an email about this. Kevin is very serious and very passionate about these surprise packages. So order them, folks. Order your surprise packages. Also, you know what you should do? You should subscribe. And share. And share. And like. And like. And comment. Uh, e. Smith says, uh, "I think psychic punch would be best used to disarm." How do they see it coming? That's that's the thing. I don't think they should be able to see it coming, but since you do have to make a successful a physical attack, that means it can be seen coming and it can be parried or dodged, which I I think is BS. I, I would house rule it a little differently. That yes, uh, you have you have to pantomime the punch. Like you have to pantomime it, but I probably give a bonus to the strike roll or the first attack just hits because nobody was expecting the punch to hit a foot in front of where it was. Yeah. Or something like that. Then after that, have the guy because this is a world of psychic powers and magical beings and so forth. After that, the person they're going like, to okay. get it. Yeah, they're they're going to get it after that. Yeah. But again, all everything we're talking about though are house rules, so that's not the yeah. way the book's written for now. And Kevin's good with house rules. And Raven Slayer says a hundred. Uh, one pound steel bearings is a hundred pounds and quite voluminous too. Yeah. Imagine that. Just that is true. That is, but, but you can only pick up, uh, one thing per level of experience and it cannot go over the total amount of ISP you spent on weight. So you can't pick up a hundred, hundred bearings because no one is level 100. I'd probably let you do it for cool factor one time, but that wouldn't be something you could do constantly because some people would just manipulate the crap out of that. Oh one. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be abuse to hell. All right, that's all. I hope that's all I had. Okay, so that is psych. That is psionics. All right that that is that is your basics. Now, what what have we learned about psionics? Well, we we've learned that it's compared to magic, it's pretty weak, but compared to magic, it's very specific and it's very cheap. Overall, you can do more. We haven't learned that yet. I haven't seen numbers on magic, heathen dog. Well, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna right now. All right. Magic is what one eighty five. You're on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
My PDF says one. I'm three pages off, so yeah, it's 185. Okay, here we go. All right, Magic. Now, like like I said earlier, Magic differs from Psionics in several ways. One, whereas Psionics, you can always use, almost always use one power for every action that you have in hand-to-hand -hand combat. Magic is not like that. Magic is differentiated into tiers. Levels 1 through 5, 6 through 10, 11 through 15. Levels 1 through 5, you get one spell equals one action. Great. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. It changed. Two, ultimate, yeah. Yes. But level six through 10, one spell is two actions. Unless, unless stated otherwise in yep. the spell description. And then levels 11 through 15, one spell is three actions. So you're going to pop off less magic per per round than then a psychic can, can pop off powers but magic is more powerful less specific much more general but more powerful and it's going to cost more that power comes at a cost and that's your ppe you burn through your battery a lot faster than a psychic burns through his and all this principles of magic we don't need to go into that you have to believe in magic. You have to believe in yourself. You have to put in the training. You have to put in the I hours. Believe. Yeah, you have to. You have so to do the whole. You know, magic different than psych. This is why yeah. magic yeah. is usually. This is it. This is it. I mean, you have to go through the whole Rocky montage, and there you go. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, psionics and magic are affected by ley lines. The closer you are to a ley line, or if you're on a ley line, the closer you are to a nexus or on a nexus, your your powers are increased duration damage range whatever and they're also affected by seasons autumnal equinox full moon solar eclipse all of this will increase the amount of pp in the area increase the range damage duration of your magical spells and of your and to a lesser extent your psionic abilities we could I, spend I, an entire episode on rifts ley lines and nexus points we just don't have the time. So I, I stopped on this one because I think this is an important thing because saving throws are a pain in the butt to find in the book. And I think we should talk about the saving throws for both psychics and because we didn't talk about that. Yep. Uh, and for magic. So okay. the here, saving here throws for psychics are what? 10, 12, and 15, right? Yes. 15 for normals. So if you're normal and if somebody you have no uses psychic abilities at all, magic on you. No psychic abilities at all. You're a normal. You save on a 15 or higher. If you are a minor or latent or lesser or whatever, anything other than a master or natural psychic, you save at a 12 or higher. If you are a master natural psychic, you save at a 10 or higher. Plus any uh, ME bonuses you may have. And if you made a psionic character, you probably have ME bonuses as well. Let's be fair. You probably do. Now, magic, little different. Magic, two main categories of magic. Spell magic, ritual magic. Spell magic, base save is 12. Ritual magic, base save, 16. The only difference is that the power of the caster increases as they go up in level. And depending on your OCC, is is uh is when you get plus to for uh, or minus for someone to resist 
your spells. For example, let's say you're a ley line walker. You're a level one ley line walker. You're normal, you know, you cast a spell on someone, they save on a 12 or higher. But as you gain in level, at some point, you're going to increase your spell strength by one. That means now people resisting your magic have to save at a 13 or higher. You get higher in level. Your spell strength goes up by plus two. Now they have to save at a 14 or higher. Unlike psionics, which are dependent upon the subject for their saving throw, magic saving throws are dependent on the caster. The level of the caster is taken into account on the subject's saving throw. Now, of course, you can have save versus magic because of high attribute bonuses, you being the subject. That's entirely possible. That's fine. But the base saving throw is dependent on the caster, whereas psionics is dependent on the subject. And ritual is almost always straight up 16. Spell strength doesn't come into account. Very little can change that. It's usually 99% of the time going to be a 16 or higher. Okay. Good catch. Now, magic is affected by technology, armor, force fields, all that stuff. It's a little bit below that. We're not going to go into canceling magic because that's also spells. So, I'm sorry, but, I was grabbing some chat. That's fine. If you get implants, biosystem implants are specifically not part of this because they are tailored to your body. But any cybernetic or bionic implant will reduce the amount of, of PPP, PPP, PPE you have by half. Half. Your battery just got cut in half. And it will prevent you to, from drawing on PPE from other sources, including ley lines, other people, whatever. Any magical healing done upon you is reduced by half. Magical regeneration that heals the body will reject bionics. You will actually push out the bionic system from someone's body trying to heal them with magic. Take that combat wheelchair. Mental note. Now, if you're wearing body armor, if you have full environmental body armor, every spell you cast costs 20% more PPE, and you have to roll on this random table. Spell reduce damage, reduce duration, reduce range, reduce range and duration, or you lucked out and you got no additional problems whatsoever. It's that's if your body... That's if your body is covered by more than 50% unnatural armor. Unnatural meaning man-made. If you somehow killed an, an MDC super rhino and turned its hide into armor, that's considered natural armor, and you can be fully encompassed in that, and you're fine. Is it environmental? Probably not. <laughs> But your body is fully protected. I'll give you that much. So there's that. Now, uh, trying to cast magic from inside a vehicle or a giant robot. Don't do it. You can't. Unless Why? you're casting magic on someone inside the vehicle or yourself, it's not going to work. It's not going to pass through and, and then suddenly materialize the firebolt on the outside of the vehicle. It doesn't work that like sucks. that. That sucks. That's a bad rule. I don't like it. Just saying. Yeah. Sorry. 
Okay. I no, I, I get it. I just so because I know I'm gonna get a comment, but I get its use. I'm just sitting there saying, but I want to pilot a robot and throw fireballs. <laughs> I understand. Now, how you get magic, how you acquire more magic is dependent upon your OCC. If you are, say, for example, a ley line walker, every level you will get a certain amount of spells just because you gained a level, you gained knowledge. But you can also you study study magic to gain to to you know gain another spell or find a scroll of some kind copy that down gain gain you know power like that but if you are say a mystic a mystic doesn't learn magic they are they just get it they just are bestowed with the knowledge so every level you will get a certain a certain amount of spells but you cannot on your own learn anymore you have to wait until you get another level, then you'll get other spells. You can't learn any on your own because you don't know how. You didn't put in the time. You can't read magic. You can't write magic. You can't understand it. You can just make it work in your head. Now, th those are two extreme examples. Most people fall in the middle somewhere. But those, those, are, those are your two pendulum swings. And we, we are not going to talk about the witch or the Diabolist or whatever, because... Does he know what page we're supposed to be on? Okay. Uh, we are going to... Uh, we're not talking about ley lines. I'm sorry. It's not, we're not talking about riffs. That's not going to happen, because again, that's a whole episode on its own. So much can happen. Don't, don't stand on a riff too long, basically, is the long and short of it. And yeah. we are going to go to page number 97 197 sorry 197 so 200 for me there we go magic spells okay mm -hmm. so we are not going to take the one per level approach here no We're not. no there's how about, too many. How, about th how about three of them one for the low levels one for the mid levels yes. one for the high levels okay yes max liao is going to choose one spell from levels one through five god there's six a lot. through eleven i mean i'm sorry six through ten and eleven through fifteen a lot there's a lot there's a lot there are, there I are a lot between 11 and 15 there are very few oh, oh yeah well i'm still looking at one through five uh i kind of have an idea now no i'm not looking at carpet of adhesion throw that no um uh, okay swim is fish nice name uh nope i'm gonna go with this one because i want to know what it does life source two plus special two plus special okay life source it's a level it three is. spell level three spell all right Ooh, I accidentally jumped to level six. That was a mistake. Weird guy says magic net is a good one. Level five, level four, level three. Okay. Life source. Here we are. That's going to be page 203. Oh, okay. Not too far. Life source. There we go. There it is. Range self. Okay. Duration instant. Sure. Okay. Saving throw. Not applicable because it's on yourself. You automatically make or fail your own save. PPE. Special. Two PPE plus hit points or SDC. Uh-oh. You got to pay life for this? This better be good. It's karma and strain. Yeah. By using the life source spell, the mage is able to convert his own life energy into PPE points for casting spells. Ho-ho! Here we go. 
Casting Life Source costs two PPE points and inflicts physical pain and weakness upon the caster. The sacrifice of portions of his own life force in order to gain PPE racks the body with sharp pain and invisible physical damage. Obviously, this is a spell of desperation. In game terms, the willing sacrifice of two SDC points makes available one PPE. That is not a good deal. <laughs> it's a better deal to get it from the, the psychic who can convert it two to one. Yes, it's a much better <laughs> deal to, to, to get it from Yoda on your back. <laughs> the sacrifice of portions of his own life force and gain PPE, the body is shaping, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Uh, the, the, the willing sacrifice of one hit point makes available one PPE. Unlike the Indian shaman power, see Rift Spirit West. Don't do it. The mage can accidentally kill himself by burning up all of his hit points. If hit points reach zero, the character falls in. Oh my god. Look, man. Uh, you know, your choice. Raw magic or hit points? You pick. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's a, but it is, but you said it right. It's a spell of desperation. It is. But but what is also very cinematic. I think yeah. this fits the cinematic trope. Not that I want to do it every adventure, but I'm saying I think this fits the cinematic trope. Okay, now, at the end of this, it says, note, this damage resists both bioregeneration and magical healing, but is not permanent oh. and will heal at the normal rate. This is important. <laughs> this line makes it so this power isn't taken by anyone. Because, yeah, good, good point yeah yeah well, I, I, i'm gonna look at it the other way because you know i don't like it when players find loopholes to manipulate something into something that wasn't meant to be this I, takes away I, the loophole. yeah this takes away the loophole yes because if you have a psionic or another mage constantly healing you you can keep burning yeah. your hit points and sdc into ppe and then be, have it instantly be healed so you can just be a perpetual fireball engine yeah, I, I like that note. That note is a well-needed and well, yes. So this damage, this specific damage, heals at the natural rate. And natural healing in Palladium is slow as hell. Well, it's an old-school game. All yeah. old-school games are slow, yeah. Normally, one hit point per day. If you're under hospitalization or care of a professional, it gets, it gets bigger. Or you're at a hospital, it's more. But base, one hit point per day. That sucks. So yeah, desperation, definitely. All right. But but it's that was a, a cinematic spell. Yeah. That was a good pick. Now choose one from between six and eleven. Six and eleven. Where the hell are they? Uh okay, there's seven. There's <laughs> agony. <laughs> magic pigeon. Oh my god, I want to know what the name is. Sorry. All right, there's probably a lot better, but it says magic pigeon. I have to know. All right, magic pigeon it is. <laughs> That's page two ten. Oh my God. Everybody's going to hate me. You know what? If you hate me, go ahead and subscribe. Uh, <laughs> you said 210? 210. Magic pigeon there is. Range, immediate area. Well, it's not a very good pigeon. <laughs> All right. Duration. Last two, two months. Two months per level. Saving throw none. PPE 20. 20. 20 PPE, but it lasts two months per level. That's That sounds like a deal already. I mean, even yeah. if it sucks, that's a good deal. Let's see what it does. Through the means of a special incantation, the spellcaster is able to create a mystic facsimile of a pigeon. 
the magic pigeon is able to deliver a spoken 30 words or less or written message to anyone, any place in this world. Same wow. dimension. However, the spellcaster must know at least the general location of the recipient of the message. And so you can't specific... just say Russia? It's no. Russia. Well, no, oh. no. Is that it's up to the game master if that's considered <laughs> yeah. a general location? Up to the game master. Or and a specific person or two to receive the message. Upon reaching its destination, the pigeon seeks out that person and immediately delivers the message. If the recipient of the message is not at the prescribed destination, it will wait until he returns or until the spell duration elapses and the pigeon fades away. The magic pigeon looks exactly like a real pigeon, but needs no food or rest. Thus, it can fly 720 miles every 24 hours at the speed of 30 miles per hour. Normal weapons cannot harm or capture the pigeon, but magic spells of entrapment can. Only a dispel magic spell can destroy it. Okay. This is actually pretty powerful. This is this is pretty good. I like this. I like this. You have a capturable but almost indestructible pigeon that can transfer a written note or a 30-word message anywhere in the world because I'm pretty sure in two months, it'll get to anywhere in the world going 720 miles every 24 hours. The world and isn't that big. If you work in cryptology, you could have the pigeon say the secret phrase before the person who grabs it. The weather's sunny today. The weather's sunny today. <laughs> you know, so I'm not, I know it's the pigeon, not, not, a, not a parrot, fine, whatever. But, and the person knows, oh, this is a serious message or I don't know what that means. Reads a note. Whatever. Like you could actually put cryptology, you could build cryptology into that. You could. You definitely could. So yeah, this has a lot of, of out of combat utility. This is awesome. Uh it's 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 uh it is a pretty good uh replacement for uh you know a, a global communication system. It's not instantaneous, but it's pretty damn reliable. Dodger the duck would shoot it out of the sky. No, it's it's immune to it's immune to normal weapons. And Dodger the duck would eat it. <laughs> only a dispel magic spell can destroy it, which means not even magical attacks can destroy it. Only a dispel magic spell can destroy it. Only. It's sitting in a dragon's uh, gullet, like uh, Bo Boba Fett in that Sarlacc, Sarlacc pit, for years, just waiting. Eleven One between through eleven and fifteen. There aren't many. There aren't many. In circle, really. Uh, In You know what? I want to create a mummy. Let's go back to my roots, my necromantic roots. Create mummy. Okay, page two twenty one. Wow, he the dog. That was fast. Yes, it was. I got lucky. <laughs> uh, there it is. Oh, it's a ritual. Are yes. all 11th, uh, 11th um, higher spells rituals? No, no, they're not all that way unless okay. unless it says the parenthetical ritual. Like the one before is uh, anti-magic cloud, not a ritual. This one has to be a ritual. Okay. Range, touch. Duration exists until destroyed. You're creating a mummy. It'll be forever until someone bops in the head enough times. Saving throw, none. PPE, 160. Is there a reason why this was written out in words? <laughs> Just to numbers. make it seem bigger. 
I guess. The mummy invocation is a necromantic ritual that turns a corpse into one of the undead. The ritual involves treating pure linen strips of cloth with a mystic solution and wrapping the body in the cloth. The incantation brings to life, if you can call it that, a sort of humanoid robot devoid of emotions and fearless. Like a machine, the barely intelligent thing follows simple orders to the best of its ability. The mummy like is incapable of understanding complex commands or performing any skills. It's simply a lumbering corpse. Of course, this combined with its near indestructibility makes an ideal guardian. A simple command of kill all who enter, with the exception of me, of course, is all it needs to know. A mummy cannot speak or read, but grunts, growls, and howls. The most devastating aspect of this damnable creature is that yeah. it is dead, feels no pain or emotions. Bullets, knives, clubs, and even most magic have no effect on this monster. Physical attacks simply nick or poke holes into a lifeless husk. Magic charms, sleeps, curses, illusions, illness, paralysis, and turn dead, the mummy is an undead, do nothing at all. Banishment does not work because the mummy is not actually a living supernatural creature. Negation simply does not work and remove curse is not applicable. The only way to stop a mummy is to, one, trap it, bury it in a hole, fill it with concrete, job done <laughs> why is my floor moaning <laughs> there you go telltale plasticrete <laughs> <laughs> two blow it to bits three burn it up note protection circles will hold a mummy at bay fire is one of its major weaknesses and it instinctively knows that so a wall of fire or a torch or a flamethrower may also keep it at bay the magic is present in both the dead body and the linen wrappings. If the wrappings are destroyed, fire does double damage to the corpse, and even sunlight will inflict 3d6 points of damage per melee of exposure. It has three attacks per action, 2d6 SDC. Again, just SDC. IQ of four, PS of Technically 20. Technically so smarter gives than some player characters. Yes. Plus five SDC to damage because it has a physical strength of 20. Plus one to parry, no dodge or initiative bonus. Most psychic powers and magic have no effect at all. Fearless, no horror factor. That it doesn't matter. Oh. Small fires have a horror factor of seven, and larger fires have an effective horror factor of 13. SDC of linen wrappings, 50. Bullets do effectively no damage. SDC of corpse, 70, but only fire and explosives damage it. Sunlight hurts it only if all or most of the protective cloth wrappings have been destroyed. A typical torch will do 1d6 damage each time it's struck by one. Note, mummies can be dressed in MDC body armor and given handheld weapons like swords and clubs. They are not capable of shooting guns. So, here we are. We have a mummy. Mummy has uh, 50 SDC in wrappings. 70 SDC of corpse. It's immune to everything but basically fire but you can put it in mdc armor to make it immune to fire okay i mean for 160 ppe this thing lasts forever and is quite durable i like it i like it a lot now here's the thing 160 ppe that is probably that is probably most all or if not more than you have in your body. So you're well, saying it is well, a ritual. Rituals can involve other people. 
rituals can involve other people. They can be done on ley lines. They can be done on nexus points. They take time. And if you're on a ley line or nexus point, every, every melee round, a ley line will give you a free amount of PPE. If you are in a, in a circle of other mages, they can share their PPE with you. If you are a bad guy, you can take a small child. <laughs> don't do this at home. You can take a small child. Let's say, I don't know, a baby. Murder the baby. Don't do this at home, kids. Like don't he said, at home. I got I to gotta say it again, though. And you will get a lot of PPE doubled immediately usable put into the ritual not quite enough i'll bring in baby number two keep doing it now this is only i this is blood sacrifices are only for npc characters pcs aren't allowed to do blood sacrifices so you're not gonna do this but other other magic users or people even regular people can share their small amounts of ppe with you you can use it you only get like two, four, six, eight, whatever from a normal person, but they can share it. And if you get enough people holding hands, then you could get enough to offset the difference. Completely fine. Or you just need an, uh, an apprentice or two and take theirs. And you'll, it'll probably push you over the top. Now, there are some, some spells here that require way too much way too much to actually do it on your own let's see um uh, restoration Are you saying alphabetic order what, what two, page you say page two two twenty four two twenty four two two four uh they're not in alphabetic order then they are but oh by, like by level got it by, by level, level yeah. yeah restoration 750 PPE. What does it do? You don't have that? You don't have that? No, no one has that. No one has that. This has to be done on a nexus or ley line during a cosmic event, during a solstice, a, a lunar eclipse, solar eclipse, whatever. Then things like this can take place. But restoration is huge. It will instantly and completely heal wounds, cuts, bruises, burns, restoring full SDC and hit points, leaving only a minimal scarring. It is so powerful a magic to instantly heal internal organs and mend bones. Even bullets or shrapnel will magically disappear as wounds heal. The invocation can also restore severed limbs, such as hands, arms, fingers, feet, legs, etc., providing limb has not been severed from its body for more than 48 hours. Substitute limbs and organs cannot be used for ones that have been lost or vaporized, nor can this... <laughs> invocation restore life or replace missing limbs or organs nor can it be used to replace bionic or cybernetic parts if you still have, i got his finger i got his finger just hold it to the stump and it'll heal completely it's fine within 48 hours within 48 hours and there you go now costing 750 should it do more yeah yeah it should it should be should be a, a panacea for everything it should also, you know, heal all disease. Doesn't say that. It should. In in my game, it would. But hey, stuff like this, it requires a lot of mages working in unison or special events at 
or near ley lines or nexus points. That's magic. Very, very powerful. Lots of gas to use. So let's look at the uh, chat. Okay. Well, we got a super chat if you want to put that on the screen right now because oh, uh, are we done with the book? We are done with the book. John Bobbitt approves this magic spell. Yes, he does. <laughs> Thanks for the $2, weird guy. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, wow. I didn't see that coming. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Okay, uh, going back to the beginning here. Boom, we have the bursar to weld them. This is talking about the, the uh, 100 metal balls. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Oh. Then uh, bursar combined with supersonic 500 pound rock and fire thrown at the enemy. What is this burster super? You what? just hate bursters for no I good do. reason. I do. I hate bursters. They're stupid. One trick. It's, like the, only, it's the only psychic character I think I'd play. Uh, so uh, where's the downside of being a magician compared to a psychic PC? I hear you ask. The coalition. They'll shoot you for being magic. Well, they shoot, shoot you for being, being psychic too. I mean, uh, d dog boys sense psionics and magic. So there you go. Apparently, but, this but, new book that the the new Manhunters book or whatever refutes that. I don't know enough about it. Okay, well, to my knowledge, you know this this book as well. Dog boys and psy stalkers. They're called psy stalkers for a reason. You know they 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 can actually smell psionics on you, but. The, the big benefit is it's you are not immediately known as the source of what's going on. Yeah. A magic user has to chant, has to have his hands free, has to do all that stuff. It's obvious if he's, if someone starts doing this and weird shit starts happening, it's obvious who did it. But psionics, you don't have to do this. None of that crap. You just, yes, you do. You have to go loo, 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 oh, otherwise it doesn't work. Yes, you do. You can just drink your drink, whatever. Not not even looking direct. No, nope, don't care. And it's it's uh, super stealthy. Unsolves everything. Says for spell casting, you're better off using the Rifter article that changes to X amount of PPE per action for spell level for casting. I don't know exactly okay, what that no, means. I'm no. Okay. Sorry. I don't I don't know enough about the rope. It sounds like a house rule to me because it's in the rifter, but if people want to use it, use it. Uh this is the page for I don't know why I started that one. That was the page Root? for for uh for saving throws. Oh, okay. Rift's ultimate edition. Okay. Thank you. There. Now it's on the screen. Uh so healing the headhunter bad guy could be a quick win. No. Well, no. you know what? Uh Hmm. Yeah. Using a healing power offensively, that may go against the the GM sensibilities. It's supposed to be a it's supposed to be a downside. It's not supposed to be an attack form. And to get around that, me as the game master, I would say, well, he did he doesn't want to be healed, so he 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 rejects. And there it, it's it says there is no save which means he rejects it. And so it doesn't happen. I, could say I wouldn't that. allow it to be used that way. I, I, I get the point by just read the yeah. verbiage of it and be like, no, I would not allow it to be used. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In that manner. 
Uh, technically, all armor is man-made, be it made of dragon scales or hides. Actually, no. A dragon scale or hides were grown by the dragon or the animal. You just you just cut it to fit your shape. That's all you did. Man chiseled. Back here is being in a vehicle, not being able to cast spells outside the vehicle makes sense for the way magic works. I agree with that 100%. I don't yes. really have a real issue with it, but it's not no. very cinematic. You know what? No. It's but it, but I kind of think it is because the 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 cyborg inside of it can't shoot his machine guns. Exactly. Here <laughs> here's the cinematic part of it. If the mage wants to shoot outside the ATV, he's got to get out there just like he's everybody put his else. Head out the window like a dog. No, he has to open up the top and become a turret <laughs> and be a target. All while hopefully yelling, get some, get some. So that's very cinematic. <laughs> there you go. Uh, if you can't beat a glitter boy, you can always net the bad. Apparently, uh, a that, weird guy yeah, like that. that is true. That Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. An another way to run super telekinesis is there's your glitter boy. He's getting ready to shoot you. He hasn't put his pylons in yet. Okay. A glitter boy weighs, say, 2,000 pounds. And you happen you happen to have enough ISP to lift him up. You lift him up. You turn him around. Your whole party is now safe from the glitter boy. What is he going to do? He doesn't have maneuvering thrusters. He can't fight that. He's levitated off the ground, turned away from you. You just eliminated the glitter boy threat for two minutes per level of experience. Good job. And it cost you a total of 10 for the first 100 pounds and then 10 for every 100 pounds after that. So 20... 10 well, this is for this is for the magic net spell oh i know i know i know but okay. the, but the, this this is a thing for for psionics that like i said very specific but very powerful the magic net that that that, that glitter boy is still on the table it's not been completely removed as a threat especially stuff like carpet of adhesion stuff like that the glitter is boy it like tholian web though where if he tries to shoot nothing can get through it but the, it doesn't last anywhere near as long as you want it to. Oh. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the spell, so. All right. Uh, let's do that. Have the pigeon go to where the person is. Uh, so have the pigeon go to where a person is near a trap that has a verbal trigger and have the pigeon trigger. You could, but you'd have to know all that information in advance. Yeah, you'd have to know when, when the person you want to trap is there from way far away. And when the pigeon will get there, you have to do all that math. Yeah. That's a lot of math. But theoretic, theoretically, theoretically possible, yes, but uh, highly unlikely. Click. Uh, can you imagine the damage this is the mummy could do? Okay. They put in dead boy armor and sent into a coalition camp to destroy. It it would do a lot of damage, but before it was taken down, it would have to be blown up, like completely blown up. That means fusion fusion blocks uh plasma grenades stuff like that would have to be used on it but they wouldn't use it right away 
They wouldn't use it right away. Now, you can't give it a gun, but you can give it a vibro sword, turn it on for it, and say go. And it'll kill a lot of folk. It'll kill a lot of folk before they finally take it down. And it'll cause a lot of panic. Yeah. Is it worth an 11th level ritual, though? <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. It all depends on, on if yeah, it's fair. a distraction. You know, is it, 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 are you going to start to a campaign against these people? This is just a distraction to move their forces away. So you actually pincer Hannibal maneuver somewhere else, whatever. Yeah, that, it could be worth it then. Yeah. Another reason to hate the coalition. No, sir. No, no, no. Love the coalition. The coalition are your savers. If if I'm, and I mean this all seriousness, if I'm living in a world where people go lu, 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 and throw fireballs and so forth out there, wipe them out. Yep. All of them. Up until I become one of them. Then, <laughs> then I flip, uh, then I flip the script. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, yeah. But uh, no, as long as there are people out there with weird Lululu magic, uh, I will I will live where the people are that are wiping them out. Yep. Because I don't trust them. 100%. Coalition are okay with psionics, but they are treated badly and have barcode tattooed on them. Regulated, but not dead in coalition yeah, territory. Yeah. Uh, I would rather not live in CS territory than be treated as a third-class citizen with a, with a, with a barcode on my forehead or whatever you know, constantly pelted with rocks and I can't defend myself because a psionic beating up a non-psionic, even in self-defense can get you the death penalty. So no, sorry, not, nope. I'm not doing that. Defund the cult, ban this mother. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, there you go. You earned the heathen dog ire. Five minutes reprieve to think about life, yep. apparently. Think and about I'm, your bad choices. And I'm going to get a whole ton of messages now. <laughs> Why do you let heathen dog do that? Because it's in fun. You'll be back in five minutes. Well, you shouldn't get messages from the person it happened to. I get messages from other people. Right. All right. Are you ready for comments? I any, am. Any, well, well, any, any wrap up? Any wrap up to this first? Uh, here we go. Uh, hopefully I have given you the gist of magic and psionics. Obviously every single mechanic I did not go over because it would be too much and, and outside the scope of what I wanted to accomplish today. I just wanted to accomplish seeing the difference in magic and psionics, the difference in scope and scale and how they're used to perform different functions, depending on your play style. So now you can go, if you make a character who is magic or psionic, you can now start with an informed, a place of informed decision on what you want your character to be able to do or to be able to not do. And you can choose which is best for you, magic or psionics. You know, I agree with this. Tech and Wizardry is a topic that could have been touched on, but I think that needs its own episode. It does. It does. Along we'll see if we have time. If not, that's definitely something we can cover next year. Yes, definitely. Because this is something that I'm actually very interested in, and I only know cursory information about. So a weird guy, that's a good suggestion. All right. Um, let's do this. Boom. And I'll keep that on the screen. Well, I super secretly here get the comments ready. They'll never know I'm doing it behind the scenes here.
Oh, look, where'd that come from? I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> All right. Comments. Uh, so uh, as you guys know, we picked three comments from the previous weeks. I had a very bad week and did not respond to any comments that were posted in the last week. I read most of them. I will. I think I commented in like two this morning. I will get back to them. I apologize. I do read your comments, but I had a pretty busy week and didn't get a chance to get through. So, boom, first one. This one's a long one. I thought about cutting parts of this out, but I think it, really this is just backing up what you're saying. There's, there's two parts to this that I want to bring up, though. Number one, either he's being obnoxious and trying to show you that maybe the world isn't as dark as it is. I don't think that's the case. Or he's saying, yeah, um, in a world like this, I'm not going to read the entire thing, but but it was interesting to see what he put on here. Uh, drug addicts and those with medical problems die off first in extreme survival situations. Most crazy people get whacked as well because they're a liability to everyone else. To be fair, he's not talking about crazies. I don't think. No, 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 and, no. And juicers. He's talking yeah. about in the normal like people with with you know already pre existing mental mental conditions that that make them dangerous to others just by being around. Um. Uh, there are no adventures, only survivors who manage to stay hidden in bombed out apartment complexes or basements. There are only roaming gangs and individual snipers picking people off left and right. Does it matter if you're military or not, unless you have a solid unified group? And even then, he's kind of going the uh, walking okay, now, dead route. No, 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 no. What, what this is, is the, the 200 years of the Dark Ages after the apocalypse. That, that's exactly what he's describing. When humanity was on its heels every day. Every day. It was just a fight for survival until humanity crawled out of that situation and the, and the, the bright light, which is the coalition saved humanity by, by uniting it under its protection. Uh, to be fair, normally I'm not going to put up a comment that's that long, but uh, if you guys read through the entire thing, uh, the, the point that he's generally making is, yeah, it's not a fun world. Or I shouldn't say it's not it's not a fun world. It's a dark world. Bad things are going to happen because a lot of people complained about Heathen Dog's comment about the world's effectively in a dark age. Everybody's an adventurer or you're probably dead or you're under the heel of the coalition or, or whatever the Tolkien, whatever the hell the other, the, the Federation, yeah. whatever it's called. Laszlo, Tolkien, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because people who live out in the fringes every day are worried about now, is it happening every day? No, but it doesn't have to happen every day. It can happen once every five years. Some big thing pops out there and wipes out everything you and knew. Yeah. Yeah. Bur burns your whole city to the ground. Oh, that happens once every five years. What? That's bad. Right. That's super bad. A lot of people had umbrage uh, with you saying things like that. Uh, well, so I think, hey, I think this guy what? was defending you. A lot of people have um umbrage with the truth, apparently. All right. All right, Fat Gamer says, I really like that they have a brewing skill section. I always felt in a post-apocalyptic world, someone who can brew good alcohol would be here to most villages. You know what? You know what? I agree. I agree. Uh, along with uh, the, the mechanic, you know, walking to a village, the, the brewmaster walking to a village, like, I can make a still from the parts you got laying about in your trash heap. And I will make people happy for a couple of days. Yeah, but it'll also get you free room and board for a couple of days, food for a couple of days, information. Yeah, man. You know, 80, 80 proof vodka. G give me like five potatoes in a couple of days and bam, here we go. Right. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea how brewing actually works. I didn't read the skill or anything, but I, I can understand why, why a backwater village would really appreciate a guy like that. 
And finally, just finish your older video covering Coalition War Campaign, World Book for Rifts. He did not express how impressed he was with the solid structure of the Coalition. He should check out the newest Rifts book, Coalition Manhunters. Takes the Emperor's control and influence to the next level. And this is the Ooh. book that actually goes into, apparently, there, there are more psychic and uh, powers or whatever that, uh, that the Coalition utilizes than yep. originally was known. I might have to look into it, yeah. Crafty yeah, says, I'm, in what post-apocalyptic world do you survive longer in MCC, Mutant Year Zero, or Rifts? Mutant Year Zero, probably, right? Well, MCC is so gone. I'd say the MCC... Ooh. I would say MCC... No. No, I'm probably Mutant Year Zero. I don't know. I don't know. They all have... Because they all are, are horrible in different ways. Yeah, and by horrible but, I mean great games, but uh, but horrible for the average Joe. Yeah, but the thing is, though, in in Mutant Year Zero, I think there are more uh, places of of safety because people have already grouped together, and mm. you know. Well, if you're playing it from the beginning, no. If oh. you're playing it, uh, you know what? Yeah, because he said Mutant Year Zero. Now that could also be the umbrella for Mutant Gen Lab Alpha, uh, Mechatron, so forth. And then I would say Gen Lab Alpha is the best place to be until you ruin it, uh, <laughs> because it's paradise. It's literally called Paradise Valley, and when you compare it to the rest of the world, it is. Uh, but you're gonna be dumb. I mean, you're gonna play the game, and you're gonna open it up and find out that the world sucks, and you wish that those fences would come back. Uh, I don't know. That's tough. That's tough because each one of them, because MCC is kind of like a Mad Max, like a. a, a uh, a science fantasy Mad Max. You know, if you're in your tribe, yeah. you're probably fine. But then again, you know, dysentery kills everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's a tough one. It's a good question. All right. That is going to end it. I think for, uh, for segment one, we went through the comments uh, as always, you know, uh, you, you, all the stuff's in the description below, like subscribe, share, click on those other links join us we have a giveaway coming up if you're watching this months down the road the giveaway is already uh, over congratulations to the winners <laughs> if you're watching it within the next few days um there's a giveaway maybe even going on right now but you have to be part of our discord to do it so click below and lots of stuff to give away right, uh, segment two is either going to be really short or really long well give me a minute i will be back Okay. Plus, oh my I've, god, I've, my, I, I was not I was not ready for all that talking. I've got a lot of links to bring up, so uh all right. somebody tap dance. By the way, thank you for all the I mean I was reading most of the chat. I know I didn't I don't put everybody's chat up there. I can't I do the ones that I think that will get heathen dog <laughs> spun up or something. Uh or you know, just something that we can comment on that I think that would possibly pop up in like the comment section later on so but i do appreciate all the comments out there even when heathen dog gets weird and times people out <laughs> uh, i remember when rooks used to do that and my god the the the, the fighting that i have to do I'd be like yes i know it's like yes he shouldn't do it yes okay <laughs> see how he's had this thing i am the law <laughs> oh crap now i'm gonna have people yelling at me again it's always somebody that has to just ban everybody well time out in this case but whatever um where am I? So I'm going to put that up. Come on. What's going on here? You can do it. You can do it. There we go. What page is this on? 
So I got to I got to get set up for segment two. I have a lot of little mini things to put on here, so I didn't want to have it. Oh, can I zoom in on this? There, good enough. All right, that's one. What's next? What's next? I'm not reading chat at the moment because I'm trying to get this stuff up, but I will get back to it. Is this it? Nope. Stop autoplaying. That's horrible. Scared the crap out of me. Scared the crap out of me. It's fine. Next. Yes, I have a lot of things to show. Most of them are pretty quick, though. Just to let you see what's there. Uh, oh, got that one. My tabs are already really tiny. Perfect. And, oh yeah, got to get the tweeters. And that one I'm just going to adjust each time. So, all right. I'll start here because it's better. Bam. Okay, what do we got? Earth on drink. <laughs> got a drink. Somebody said Earth on in chat. Uh, I have been hydrating. I think my Vikings are losing. I turned it off. I turned it off when they were down 17 to 7. So it's because everybody's been talking about them. All of a sudden, everybody's talking about, oh, the Minnesota Vikings, they're great. Well, that means we're going to lose. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, <laughs> so funny. I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not. I agree with you either way. If you're if you're being sarcastic or if you actually thought it was funny, I agree both ways. If you did not already watch the video for segment two, you're wrong. Not you. Uh, I mean, I'll show, I'll show the video link. I'm not going to go through it. Uh, Notre Dame absolutely right. smashed Clemson. Yeah. Okay. That's sports ball. Number sports ball. He hates it. All right. Let's go. I hate sports ball. <laughs> uh, How with your college and or local team? Andor. Nope. Yeah, I'll leave it there. Okay. For segment two today, I'm sorry to those of you who have mentioned to me in the past that you did not like that I said this about Cuckolist Games, but I'm going to do it again because they continue to hate its fans. And I know we're going to get a couple people preaching nonsense in chat. I'll let Heathen Dog uh, bring those up when it comes uh, comes out. You're probably like, what is this about? Well, let, let's, let's just be upfront here. I'm a Battletech fan. My freaking name is Max Liao, for Christ's sake. So I probably, probably maybe comes from Battletech. I've been using that, since B, that uh, handle since BBS days in the 80s. Well, yeah, I guess 89 is 80s. So, anywho. Here's a disclaimer. I've already shown 150 different black and white facts to all you weirdos who want to argue this and pretend like those facts don't exist. Literally not written by me. Literally written by history. Literally out there today. And I'm using the word literally, literally correctly. So, but you still want to argue it. And it's damn near comical at this point because I can prove you wrong in black and white. And yet you still want to bitch about it. You're wrong. 
None of that came from me. It came from actual sources. Of course, you can check our social media, our Discord, in the links below, just in the description. You can check out our merchandise and charity. Uh, I still haven't got those uh, quote-unquote banned shirts on that other platform yet. Maybe I'll do that this week. I just haven't had time. But uh, i got other platforms we'll go to. No big deal. Also, check out our charity and our alternative media because some of you people out there are like, I hate YouTube. I want to watch you somewhere else. Okay, well, we got the alternative media below. Ethan Dog streams on Sunday. Um, well, he's technically streaming today too, but on Thursdays and Saturdays, where he plays. Uh, what do you play? You're playing Dungeons and Dragons online right now, right? Yes. But co-op video games with your buddies there from from Discord. <laughs> super fans. Super fans. There we go. Heathen Dog and his super fans play video games. That should be the name of your channel. On Sundays <laughs> and Fridays, uh, we stream you know tabletop role-playing game stuffs. That's right, stuffs. That's my new word. And of course, at the end of the month, we have the members only live stream. Okay. We have a fat gamer. Chat. All right. Hey, Max. And Heathen Dog. Oh, always and Heathen Dog. I'm working on a video that'd be perfect for a segment, too. Uh, it's got things in it that will set both of you guys on rants. Well, okay. Work on that video. We may cover it. Please don't make us rant at you because I like you as a member. <laughs> but uh, you give us money, don't. don't make us hate you. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want. We'll to take hate. both. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I'll hate you and take your money. But also, Friday, there's a Friday night chill stream too. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be retooling how how RPG Digest works in 2023, and there'll be fewer rants on RPG Digest because they're all going to make their way over to Friday night chill stream, where I can have a panel and we can all rant together. So, but yeah, uh, go ahead. Let us know. You know, our discord's open to you to do that. You have a discord as well. I just never go to other people's discords. That's, that's my bad. So. Okay. All right. So what, what is this about catalyst games? I saw a picture of a tank on there. Yeah. I don't know what I, I don't, I don't do battle tech. I never did. I do. Well, I did. I really haven't much. Re oh, I hit <laughs> F11 on the wrong screen pro streamer there we go can i zoom in on this thing a little better like bam okay in BattleTech in 3025 now this is from the revised book i have the the real book right here you know had it since the 80s well i guess 90 i think this came out in 90 i don't know still got my name spelled j-o-n what the hell is the copyright date on this one well it doesn't matter for this so there are two tanks there's the, the Rommel and the Patton. They use generally the same chassis. The main difference is they have different guns. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to go into how one's got an autocannon 20, one's got an autocannon 10. doesn't matter. But I cannot speak to the original developer's intent as to why chose Rommel Patton, other than the two famous names from World War II, and the tanks are, I wouldn't call them antithesis, but they're, they're similarly fielded, right? One a little bit longer range, the other one with a bigger gun. Okay. And it just kind of shows that we can use the same chassis, because this is before the days of, uh, of what do they call it? modular tanks and mechs. This okay, is hang on, hang on. So, so you, you could say these two tanks symbolize different mindsets in battle. Sure. One longer range, but less damage one shorter range but more damage it's more of a philosophy of the fight sure whether, whether you choose one over the other i mean if i if i zoom in on this i guess i will talk numbers now uh you can see that one of them has an autocannon 20 which is a short range weapon let's 
Sacred Rifle. But it also has a uh, LRM long range missile, five. It's only five shots. Okay. And a small pew pew laser that's basically for shooting infantry. The other one has an, has an auto cannon 10, does 10 points of damage, but shoots farther. Not quite twice as far, but shoots you know a lot farther. Significantly farther. Yeah. Still an LRM5, small laser, and for whatever reason, put a flamer on it. I don't know. But uh, anywho. It's, it's, they're just, they're famous. By, by the way, when I say they're famous, this isn't in a, the tank book. This is in the mech book. There are certain tanks that are in the mech book. So it's just a staple of Battletech. Rommel, Patton. And it invokes the spirit of war. What is Battletech? It is a game of war. Whatever you might think, Third Succession War, Fourth Succession War, the War of 3039, the Fedcom Civil War, the Jihad... A lot of times, Battletech takes things from actual history and throws them into the game. Comically so in the past, but that's what we loved about it. What is House Kurita, the Japanese house? Oh, it's Bushido, Japan. Were the, were the, was, uh, were the Japanese, the Imperial Japanese under Bushido good guys? The fuck they were. Even my wife, who is Japanese, would be like, no, they were not the good guys. So you have an entire realm, an entire space realm of bad guys. Right? Sure. Well, now Cuckalist has come out and said, uh, you, there will never be any more mention of the Rommel tank. Why? Only the Patton. Well, why do you think? Oops, that's not it. There you go. Patton, no Rommel. Adrian Gideon, Battletech developer, Lieutenant Colonel, whatever. So he said he's one of the developers. Pat No Rommel, you won't be seeing that again. Why? We all know why. Because woke bullshit gets in the fucking games and makes everybody's brains scrambled. And that's exactly what it is. It's woke bullshit. Uh, so no more Rommel variants. Now, I do understand the folks are like, you know, the Patton and the Rommel are basically the same chassis. You can just mod out. Well, you're not supposed to mod out the weapons. You know, modern Battletech does whatever the fuck modern Battletech does. I don't play it anyway. I play the old stuff. 3025 purist here. Would you be willing to clarify what you mean there? Uh, brand recognition, blah, blah, blah. And somebody brings up something else. It should be obvious. No, I won't discuss any of it here elsewhere because I'm a fucking snowflake who can't handle real-world influences in the game except for you're invoking your own real-world inf uh, influences into Wait, the game. What, what's Fuck rule you. four? Uh, it's a, probably the stupid forum rules. What, like, what's, what's, what's rule four in this forum? I want to know now. Uh, well, invoking, we can look that up in a moment. Okay, we can look it up in a moment. Okay. Uh, moderator notice. It should be obvious. No. This particular topic will not be brought up on these forums in any way, shape, or form. Well, then guess what, weirdo? Perfect. Why'd you bring it up? For you. I'm going to bring it up, and other people better than me are going to bring it up because you done fucked up. Fuck you and fuck Catalyst. And I mean that. I do have some, unfortunately, I do have some Catalyst books because I still collected for a little bit, but I, I don't. Other than the 3145, uh, 3145 map, I haven't followed Cuckalist in quite a while. I've heard the nonsense that one of my, you know, a couple of my favorite authors have done. I, fuck them. Don't care. I play Battletech with the old shit. Uh, I still use the second edition compendium fuels. <laughs> they patriotic gestalt. Thank you very much for the $20. Rat fuel time. Get angry. Because these people are fucking children in adult bodies. This is your final warning.
How many pronouns per minute does that auto cannon fire? Well, an auto cannon 20 from Cuckleless Games fires 20 pronouns per minute. <laughs> uh, let's see. I hope you're looking at chat because uh, I'm not. I mean, obviously, you are putting some of that stuff on the screen. Uh, there is one more I thought I saw on here. Do, 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 do. I thought I saw one more. Moderator notice. Despite my colleagues' rather explicit direction, fuck you and your goddamn rules. I will break every one of them. My form. Great, I'll still fucking break them because you need to have this shit thrown in your face. You need to be slapped with the proverbial bullshit glove that you're throwing around and hit with it. So everybody who's on this forum that's like, why are you doing this shit? It's stupid. Good for you. Piss the forum moderators off. Yeah, you might get banned. You don't want to be banned. But who the fuck cares? Why are you still buying this shit? Don't buy from people who fucking hate you and don't have any sense that God gave a net. Oh, but it's painful. No, it's not. It is literally not painful to anybody. And if anybody says it is, push them off the cliff with, uh, with Dan. Off the bridge, sorry. Push them off. Because it gotta go. It gotta go. Okay? There's nothing wrong with the Rommel tank. Nothing. Now, there's a great video out there. Great video done by Mage Leader. Not gonna play it. You guys need to watch it. He covers this way better than I could. Uh, 20 minute video. I'm gonna put that link into chat right now. Mage Leader has some really good Battletech videos. I should have put Mage Leader. That's the link. Right click on it, open a new tab, save it for later. Follow, subscribe to, to Mage Leader if you like Battletech. Great stuff. Hang on, I'm, I'm going to take this one. Raven okay. says, this really is not as big a deal as you're trying to make it. It is. I don't, I don't care about Battletech. I don't care if they take away the Rommel. What really pissed me off is that uh, is that a designer went on their own form and said we're taking away the Rommel, it will no longer appear someone said why says i'm not going to answer that no one will you should already know what what that didn't answer anybody's question we still don't know why we can guess we can guess why now if you said, well, because they're basically the same tank anyway, we had to pick one, eeny, meeny, mighty Patton. Be like, thank you for answering. All right. But no. They decided that they weren't going to answer the question and, and punish people for asking questions. Not making statements. Not, not, not refuting their divine wisdom. Asking the question, why? When you get punished for asking why something is, you know you're talking to a fascist. You know you're talking to someone that you don't want to be in a dark alley with. You know you're talking to someone you can't trust. That's the problem here. Fiat with no explanation. I would even say, because we know what the explanation is. The explanation yeah, we, is just we as know, stupid. We can guess. We can guess, but they won't, they won't even. Oh, oh no, no. I've got more. They won't even entertain the reason why in the forum. This is a great question. Why not rename it? Hold on to that question, Malachi. And uh, the removal in and of itself isn't much of a big deal. The way they're handling is a bigger issue. 
Sort of, yeah. Um, I, I definitely say so. If they just quietly would have just done, I, it would never would have come up, right? It's still stupid, still absolutely stupid, because the R name has to do with the N word. Oh no! Well, fuck off. Well, let's see what else now. If I look at uh, where is it? There we go. Rommel patent tank. Okay, let me just scroll one page. Oh, Von Luckner. Another Nazi. What about the Sadlitz cruiser? That's a uh, actually it's the Sadlitz in this book too because it it has aerospace fighters in here. Oh, that'd be funny. I didn't even think about that. Say, <laughs> there it is, Sadlitz. And then, well, if the Sadlitz is in here, you of course have the where's the Stuka? Should be the other Davian ones, right? Thrush, Thrush, Sparehawk. It's in a different order than they used to be. Where's the Stuka? I think these are in a different... Oh, there's the Corsa. Yeah, these are in a different order than they used to be. Uh, there is a Stuka in here somewhere. Stingray, Lucifer, Lucifer. Oh, my God. Fuck. You know what? Do it this way, because there's the Stuka right there. Stuka! Okay, so for, for some reason, not only did they, did they take away a... A, a tank because it was a Nazi reference. They left 18 other Nazi references in there. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Now, 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 before, before I go on to the really fun stuff about this one and why this gets even worse, um, I did write down some notes and, and here's one of the things, if we're going to do this, if we're going to get rid of that, I, I, I got to save that. So I'll just get this up. We're going to get rid of the everything N word, everything Nazi is bad. Okay. Well, why do we still give homage to communists? Because by all historical references, the communists have done far worse multiple times than the Nazis. I'm not equivocating here saying, every, well, they weren't as bad, so it's okay. No, what I'm saying is, if you're going to get rid of one genocidal maniac, you got to get rid of all of them, especially when the others are worse. Stalin, worse than Hitler. I'm saying it. Mao, worse than both of them. I'm saying it. There is a ship in Battletech called the Sovietsky Soyuz, which means Soviet Union. Now, I will tell you, get, don't get rid of any of it. But if you're going to get rid of one, get rid of it all. Getting rid of the Rommel for being house layout. Okay, otherwise that's a dumb decision. That's fair. Oh, that that's hits fair. me. That hits me right in the feels, man. It's I said that. Yeah, I just said, but thank you for the $5. You know what? For that. <laughs> there you go, buddy. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. What do you mean, N-word? <laughs> I'll say it, Nazi. Um. So by, again, by all historical standards, uh, the, the communists are worse than the Nazis. The problem is, is that this postmodern douchebags are fucking, they think they're commies. Uh, doo, doo, doo. Oh, yeah, and I already mentioned this one. There's an entire realm based on Bushido, Japan. Yeah. Look that. that one up and look at the horrific things. Look at the rape of Nanking. Talk to my wife. She's Japanese. She'll tell you some things that, uh, you know, but it's a fucking fantasy game based on war. It's also, by the way, if you look it up, if anything, they should have got rid of the patent. You're probably like, whoa, whoa, why should they have got rid of the patent? Well, let me show you why they should have got rid of the patent. 
scroll back up to this thing. I went through too many. Oh, God. Pardon me. Okay, Von Luckner. So there we go. Why should they have gotten rid of the patent? Well, let's zoom in on this. See, you got me being all pedantic now because you made a stupid fucking decision. Representing a definite shift in design philosophy, the patent and Ronald, Rommel tanks are the newest products from the vehicle division of Defiance Industries. Again, Battletech nerds will understand this. In the Lyran Commonwealth. Huh. Lyran Commonwealth. What is their pedigree? Oh, German-Polish. It's the house of German... Remember, old Battletech were, <laughs> the realms are basically stereotypes. You had Germany, Poland, Yugoslavia, Sino-Soviet, Western, you know, uh, uh, Australia, you know, France, England, uh, Australia, America, and Bushido, Japan. Then you had Rasselhog, which was, uh, you know, Nordic. They were, they were basically racial, you know, or ethnic, we'll say, stereotypes. They should have got rid of the patent. Just using the reference. Am I wrong? He, I know you don't have a dog in this. No, hunt, no, no. But... If uh, you know, the, if if the maker of of both tanks, both variants, had German lineage, then the patent doesn't doesn't make as much sense as the Rommel. I mean, it it does kinda. I mean, they were you know historically they were involved in the same war, so <laughs> I get it. But if you're gonna drop one, thematically, yeah, the patent would be the one to drop. Yeah. And it's funny, I, I've been in, just so people know, I've been in briefings and so forth uh, for staff rides. If you guys don't know what a staff ride is, it's basically a military field trip, especially when I was in Germany. And yes, this is true. Anybody who's like, America won the war? No, the, the Soviets won the war in Europe. Yeah. But of course, it cost them almost <laughs> yeah. all of their men. But yeah. So every aspect of this and how Cuckalus is handling this is bullshit. Okay, now, because he nugs like, well, they're not giving the reason why. One of the artists. For artists. Okay. Is he? Is he? Wait, wait. Is he on staff or just a contractor? I I don't know. Okay, because if he's on staff, then he speaks for the company. If he's just a contractor, he's just speaking for himself. Not saying, just saying, and I'll get to a couple other uh, links here in a moment. If there is a single Nazi symbol at your event, so I don't know, a cup of water. And the third person, because, you know, Hitler drank water. Yeah. And, and the person who brought it doesn't immediately get the entire shit kicked out of him. You're at the, at a, I'm sorry, you're at a Nazi event. And what's the bottom of the picture? What? Yeah, <laughs> well no 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 the i i get the tone of this is more mocking than because you know i i watched e space nine and garrick the the guy who's saying this often lies to to accent the truth he's a contractor okay so he doesn't actually speak for the company and that's good because the company would probably fire him because this this is satire no, cuckolis believes this shit no, no. This is this is obviously satire. Obvious to me. Okay. Uh PSA. 
So if people are saying, well, Rommel, uh, Rommel conspired to kill Hitler, that's why he had to commit suicide. Actually, historically, that is inaccurate. He refused to talk about it is what happened. That's why he was forced to kill himself, because he didn't turn the conspirators in. That's the simple answer. He knew about it, didn't say anything. He's like, eh, this isn't the right way to go about it. But he left it alone, right? So Rommel didn't conspire to kill Hitler. Rommel did act as a liaison to the Hitler youth. Well, before the final solution, there was nothing inherently wrong with that. The Hitler youth was nationalism. Fascism is what happens when nationalism goes to the fucking extreme. In a very simplistic sense, I'm saying that purposely in a generalistic sense, there's nothing wrong with nationalism. There's everything wrong with, with fascism. When you are, when you're nationalist, like pro-America, pro-Germany, pro-Japan, whatever, nothing wrong with that. When you're so pro-whatever you are that you have to make other people be pro-you, you know what, Mexico is now going to be pro-America, we're going to take them over. It's like, wait, what? That's when it becomes a little bit of a problem, right? Worship Hitler, I don't think he worshipped him. And was complicit in the plans for, Einz, uh, I can't say it, Einstadtgruppen Egypt. He did, he was a desert fox, but he's also well-respected by even his enemies as a military commander. Oh, much of his brilliance was Nazi and then Western propaganda. You mean the people who fought with him that day? Yeah, the people who fought with and against him both, both, both said, yeah, I, I respect this guy. That, that's propaganda. All right. The winners and the losers both respected him, and that's propaganda. I don't know, man. <laughs> start, thin ice is starting to get cracking at this one. So good riddance, Rommel Tank for that. Oh, it'll never be gone. But what does it have to do with the tank? I don't. Because the name of the tank is Rommel. So? And Erwin Rommel is, a, is an N-word. I'm using their language intentionally. All right. So I think I could just scroll down, but I did save the link. So let me do it that way so I know I get to the right spot. So somebody said, the very idea, basically anything 31st century is named after someone famous in the 20th century has always been asinine to me. The only part of the universe that I regularly scoffed at. Really, that's the part you scoffed at? Not at the, the races being, <laughs> or the, the realms being basically racist or, uh, you know, oops, super chat. Uh, when you're so pro-woke that you cancel others unless they go woke too. You may be a fascist, right? Maybe. Let's keep, let's keep that on the screen for a little bit, because uh, yeah. you know what? People need to need to read that. Thank you for the five dollars, uh, Crafty. Not really. We remember Hannibal, right? Okay. We remember Attila, Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, along with all kinds of mythical figures of millennia ago. Oh, so far, so good, right? What's yeah. the first sentence of the next of the next paragraph? My favorite word. Most, Most of, of whom, whom are honestly problematic. No. They are not. They no. are creatures of their time. You yes. cannot use 21st century values to judge somebody from the zeroth century. No. Yeah, I, I was. Do, I was talking. You to, are mentally fucked. Sorry. Go yeah, I, I was talking to Max earlier. Um, who is it? Uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah. Yeah, he murdered hundreds of thousands of people. He conquered half the planet. Is he? Was he awful? Yes. Was he great? Yes. Alexander the Great. He he conquered, you know, less less than less than Genghis Khan, but all of all of what he considered to be the civilized world. Was he awful? Yeah. Did he kill women and children? Probably. Was he great? Yes. He accomplished great things. Every single person here, Julius Caesar, Hannibal, Attila, 
all of them accomplished great things, advanced society in their own time by leaps and bounds because of the awful things they did. Does that make them great people? No. Does it make them great contributors to the history of the world? Yes. You know, he killed they, useless eaters of food and those who opposed him. <laughs> do they give a shit that you think they're problematic if they were alive now? No, because they're great and you're a fuckwit. I mean, a lot of the mechs named in here. Oh, let's get let's get anal. Uh, where is it? Uh, oh, you have the Valkyrie. Uh, I mean, that's that's white people, right? White women. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. The Jenner. It's a fast mech. Who do you think it was named after? It's a transphobic mech now. There you go. It has to be pink. It has to be rainbow color. Oh, they now. do that with the Panther. <laughs> Clint. Almost kind of looks like Clint Eastwood. He's a problematic person now. Hermes, a Greek god. Didn't the Greek gods fuck around with everything? I mean, I'm not going to keep doing this, but you get the idea. Yeah, we get the idea. Yeah. Centurion? Huh? Roman? The, the whole, yeah. It, the whole concept of this, because it's named that, uh, it obviously means you support Nazism. It's just absolutely bullshit. They're historical yeah. references. And things get washed over time. You know, to be fair, there are still people, not many, but there are still people alive from World War II. There are still people who remember the atrocities and the horrificness of that war. And so I get, I get it conceptually, where it's like, hey, you know, some people are going to feel ways about things on that. But it's, it's been part of the fucking game since the 80s. You know, there were a lot more World War II vets alive during that time. <laughs> There's no reason. There's no reason. No, it's named after Bruce Jenner. There was no Caitlyn Jenner in yeah, 1980, was... whatever that was. <laughs> yeah, if, if you actually look up uh, who, who won medals that year, you're not going to find a Caitlyn Jenner. Right. You're going to find a Bruce Jenner. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, th that, you know what? No, Mark Hawkman, I'm glad you mentioned this. Without mentioning, actually, I don't care if you do, but without mentioning a heathen dog, do you know my middle name? Yes. Okay. Do you know my family's naming tradition? That is actually a tradition so that you know who the firstborn son of the firstborn son of the firstborn son of the firstborn son is. Yeah. What would my child's middle name be? Adolf. Yes. And no, I would not break that tradition. I talked to my wife. It changes every other. So you always have the middle name of your grandfather. My dad's middle name was Adolf. His grandfather's middle name was Adolf. And my dad was born in 1947. Things are kind so of fresh. This still wasn't there. a secret. The, the, the name Adolf wasn't like an unknown at the time. Like, oh, right. shitty painter. You know, like, no, no. It was, it was known. Still. Tradition. I've had some people say, you should keep that tradition. I've had other people say, dude, you got to change that. No, I wouldn't change it. No. 
because it goes back long before there was ever uh we can actually trace it back i think my wife traced it back to the early 1800s and my family says it goes pa uh, back further than that yeah so, so you know possibly before even world war one you know Oh, definitely because my folks were in america before world war one my, yeah, my ancestry came in the late 1880s i think it was yes this is exactly yeah, it this is exactly go. what yeah 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 that that's that that's the thing you ate off drank water so no water for you yeah just ju just because this this thing is named after this guy who is famous for a minute for doing bad things that name is now i'm gonna say verboten just because it's funny yeah. forever no, that's stupid. What if what if someone named I don't know Chris murdered Alabama? Well, no, he did. Christopher Columbus Mur murdered every Native American ever. Ever? That's what that's yeah. That's why we can't have Columbus Day. It has to be Indigenous whatever the fuck it is day. Even though the federal holiday still says Columbus Day, so fuck off. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So so I, I I can't name anyone Christopher now, right? No. Well, not unless you're a colonialist. I'm also not that. But I like the name Chris. <laughs> Too lazy to be a colonialist. Like, yeah. Sounds like work. So ultimately, here's the deal. You know that Catalyst isn't going to change. They're going to still cuck. And they're going to cuck more. Now, people are like, what does this matter? Why, why does it matter? Does it matter in this one incident? Probably not. But this is the second video we've made about this stuff. It's starting to be a track record. And there are people like Razorfist and others who follow it way more than I do. Because I don't follow modern Battletech because it's all garbage to me. Pretty much everything, you know, some people say Fedcom Civil War. I don't like anything that starts with the clans, to be honest with you. But at least that's still somewhat fun. Um, my last historical reference books, I think, end with the Jihad because I, I, I tried to hold on. I hate MechWarrior Dark Age. It was absolute god-awful. I don't like the shit that they've done afterward. I don't care that Blaine Lee Pardo wrote it and, you know, we're supposed to support him. I support him. I don't support what's been, you know, done other than House Liao putting that big penis into. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, and also the Chinese, because, you know, what the fuck his name is, looks like Winnie the Pooh. So Winnie the Pooh is banned. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, 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 Lance of Rommel's, here's the thing about tanks in, in old Battletech. I'm, I don't know if it's still the same. Von Zerk said they've kind of tweaked the rules a bit to make it a little bit different. Tanks in old Battletech are the true epitome of glass cannons. They can put out a ton of firepower compared to a mech. They just can't take it because almost everything is a critical to them. <laughs> like so, but you unleash some of that firepower, yeah. Uh, and thanks for the five dollars, weird guy. I appreciate that. I did not stop playing BattleTech in 1990. I stopped playing. Actually, I haven't stopped playing BattleTech, although I haven't played in a long time. I stopped playing BattleTech probably around 2005 ish. Wait a minute. I was in Japan 2000, yeah, 2005 ish, because that's when I went to Japan. And while I played some Mega Mech games, uh, quite a few, as a matter of fact, Rooks and I used to play quite a bit Mega Mech games since then. Putting mechs on a table, I don't think I've done since about 2005. Maybe I've done it once or twice and just don't remember. Um, but I still play with second edition compendium rules because I don't like the, what's this book called? Uh, the, ta yeah, the tactical, whatever the fuck, you can see my books right there. I don't like them. 
I don't like how it changed partial cover. I think the new partial cover rules, new partial cover rules are shitty. Um, so, but when I play, I will only play at tables that follow two rules, two rules. And I will literally walk away. I don't have to play Battletech. I can do other things in my life. Rule number one, I play 3025 only. Rule number two, you're not modifying your mechs. You're opening up this book and you're taking the mech out of this book. And it's like, well, I want to make my mech. I know. Everybody can make a mech better than what's in the TROs. We know it. So if those two rules are complied with, I will play. Other than that, nope. Play Alpha Strike. Even well, I would play Alpha Strike. Thank you, thank you for the two dollars. Uh, I would play Alpha Strike if I was doing large unit engagements. I like it conceptually for large unit engagements. I will not use it for a small. I one of the reasons why I like thirty twenty five so much is because first of all, thirty fifty mechs. Oh God, some of that technology is just god awful is basically he who alpha strikes first wins but i have an exception here fuck off generally speaking whoever alpha strikes first wins in 3025 i could lose an arm i could be limping and i still can fight oh it might not be well it might be a bunch of initiative positioning but i know that i still can fight to some degree you lose half your mech in the first round of a fight all right well that mech's pretty much out of the game yeah i can i can i can harass a little bit i don't like how 30 50 and beyond plays i just don't like it it's not about the quirks we actually use quirk rules from dragon magazine i just don't like the excessive firepower and the more it's more tactically about how you build your mech oh i use c3 ah, i got ecm that stops uh c3 oh but i got this other thing that blocks this and it's like no fuck off and building the mechs just put them on the table and fucking play so Anywho, I'm not going to get into all the Battletech uh, uh, stuff because uh, that isn't what the segment about. The segment is about don't buy games from people who hate you. And yes, if you're like, oh, I still, I still got to get my minis and I still got to, then, then you can fuck off too. You're supporting this shit. And if you do support it, just be open about it. That's fine. I'm, I support the fact that you shouldn't use Nazi names for whatever. Well, then you're just as much of a fucking cunt snowflake as these assholes making this game. You are a cuck, and you're I will new, not take that back. You're, you're the new Hitler youth. Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to have my books. No, you don't. I've stopped collecting. My books are still fine. Gotta have, no, you don't. Don't give them fucking money. Or if you do, just know you're one of them. And you have that right. I'm not going to take that right away from you. Just you are one of them. So. Wait, what's this? You say 3025, huh? You can have your mech if I can have my nuke missile. Can I get... Um, no, because nukes are outlawed by the Ares Convention. <laughs> Wait, and I play House of the Owl. If anybody... not there. I play the Capellan Confederation. If anybody's going to use a nuke, it's going to be me. <laughs> uh, so, all right. I don't need to go uh, on this anymore. Well, it's because he doesn't have, we're talking a lot of Battletech, direct Battletech stuff that he's yeah, not interested I've, in. I've never played Battletech. I was never interested in tabletop wargaming. So I never, ever got into it. So yeah, the only reason I like Battletech for tabletop wargaming is because the rules were relatively simplistic. Mm. meaningful but simplistic so I, I got into it and it was giant snappy robots yeah i get it i get it it's just it's not for me now the the only the only time i spoke up is when i i saw a a an obvious dichotomy of thought 
from Catalyst Games own developer on their own website. We are we are stopping this this thing called the Rommel. Why? We will ban we we will send out warnings and delete posts if you ask why again. Well, well, first of all, you know why. Yeah, you know why. Really? Do I? Then then why did I ask? Oh wait, no, I asked why again. Oh shit. See, stuff like that. When you're not allowed to question authority, that authority has to go away. Yeah, I uh so the my favorite way I couldn't get most other people to play this way, then we'll go into comments after this. I couldn't get most people to play this way, unfortunately. My favorite way of playing Battletech was actually to have a weekend long engagement. Yeah, weekend long. We used to, you know, used to be younger, you used to have time, right? Weekend long engagement where we started with Aerotech. Ships would jump in the system. We had launched the drop ships with the uh, with the mechs and the aerospace uh, well, mechs on them and the aerospace fighter support. Mm -hmm. And we'd play Aerotech. Most people hate Aerotech, though. I don't get it. I mean, I'm not, I prefer to play Battletech, but I like Aerotech as well. Then whatever lands on the planet, that became the Battletech engagement for the next day. And then if you surrendered or, or even as you were just leaving, sometimes you'd leave with no issues. But you would have the Aerotech fight again, you know, to, to you know, harass your departure. And then it was over and we'd have fun. So I actually like playing all of those. Uh, I don't give a shit about warships. If I want to do that, I'll play Traveler or Star Wars or something else. I just don't care. Um, I like the old tech. I think the old tech makes the game much more tactical, a lot less buildy oriented. And that's just uh, used to be on the, uh, the was it Lords of the Battlefield forums in the early 2000s where they loved their 3050 bullshit. And I'm like, no, it sucks. <laughs> just what well, the games are faster. That's the dumbest dumbest thing ever i've ever heard that that's why it still sits with me to this day i don't okay. like slow okay. games you're getting into battle weeds getting into battle weeds i don't care <laughs> pull us in the comments come on people have bad opinions and i have to let them know boom hey i said boom there all right dungeon master advice the the segment where heathen dog bailed just said screw you guys i hate the segment i'm going home yep yep it was mostly you <laughs> stephen foster says i was watching another pundits youtube channel and he said his first gm didn't own any of the books and didn't know how a d20 worked who would just narrate the game and imp improvise the rules he said no one realized it it was so much fun funny that was years before they found a another good gm i like this well, comment because yeah, well, that that if you are entertained and you had fun, technically it was a successful game. But you weren't really playing the game you were playing because you're just playing fantasy role playing. Yeah, yeah, you you were playing generic fantasy role play, and that's fine too. That's fine too, as long as you cognitively understand you weren't really playing the game you were playing. You were playing generic fantasy game made up by guy who can entertain people well you know as long as you do that that's fine that is absolutely fine and i'm not saying he's a good gm i'm saying he's a good entertainer a good gm would know the rules of the game he's purporting to run that's a good gm so what uh when we when i was playing in high school sometimes we couldn't have our books and our dice and so forth with us right because you know we we're either skipping class or you know we we're you know playing in class yeah you know. 
oh, we had this guy, and Von Zark on my Discord can talk about it, and we called it informal Dungeons and Dragons. Basically, he had a D20 or percentile dice, usually, sometimes a D6. And he'd be like, what's your character? I'm a knight. What's your character? I'm a, you know, whatever, right? I'm a wizard. Okay, great. And everything was done high-low based off of that. We still played with D&D tropes. That was about it. Uh, <laughs> but from there, you know, you'd want to do something, and he would just roll a die and be like, okay, uh, rolling. And if, if it's high, you win. If it's low, you missed or, or lost, whatever it happened to be. And he might put a modifier. He actually didn't do a lot of modifiers, but he might put a modifier if you're doing something really crazy. But other than that, really not even that. It was just a quick little, what does he want to do? Yeah, I think that's worthy of a roll. Roll high-low and just move on. So, But those games were absolutely fantastic. Sure. They, 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 he ran a really, for such a young guy, he ran really good games for doing that. And I, I don't know what Von Zark's you know, opinion of him is today as a person, but I think even he would admit that we had a lot of fun in those games. Patrick Buckley says, no, no, you're going to like this. Critical Role's take on Resurrection is one of the better things to come out of the show. Though the, uh, though the house rule has been around longer than Mercer uh, as, an idea, as an idea then, it's mostly attributed to him, mainly because newbies don't know shit about the hobby. But you also, also because Mercer is the one who wrote up the rule that most people in 5e actually use. Oof. Essentially, there's a chance for every attempted Resurrection to fail. That was in second edition too. Yeah, it was in second edition too. I mean, yeah. well, yeah. probably first edition and back, but I mean, yeah. we played yeah. second edition. So. Yeah. And every time you resurrect someone, it gets harder and harder to bring them back. Yeah, that's exactly the rule yeah. in second it, edition. Uh, second edition, you actually lose a con. Yep, one con point. Yeah, one con. So when you get to one, like you're done. And there's a there's a ta- there's a uh, a column in the table that says resurrection survival. Yeah, chance. resurrection chance. As as your con gets lower, your chance of succeeding gets lower too. So there's a hard limit and a and a soft limit. So I uh, know that's not to correct Patrick, but that's just to point it out there that, yeah, yeah I mean, because he even yeah. he said that it came before them, but that's, uh, and like I said, it might've been in basic as well. I, I don't remember a first edition. I'm pretty sure it was in first edition. It was in second, but yeah. Oh, who are the bad guys in D and D now? Yeah. Every, there, instant- are, there, are, there are no bad guys. There, there are no good guys either. That's the problem. See when, <laughs> uh, when moral relativism, it, exactly. It's, it's all, it's all relative now. And that makes the waters very, very murky. Uh, there, it used to be that there were good guys and there were bad guys. It made games easier to play. But that made people feel things about things. So now there's no good guys and no bad guys. It's just... Even demons can be good. Even demons can be good now. So I don't know. I can't say. I guess nobody, everybody, you all pass, you all fail. I don't know. Have fun. <laughs> Everybody's his own individual. Here's your participation trophy. <laughs> You're an actor without a script. I think that you summarize the spirit of tabletop role-playing games in that sentence. Well, thank you. I've been saying it yeah. for a long time. Um, yeah. By the way, just just to put out there again for everybody, we only picked three comments. I appreciate all the comments. So many there. We actually got a bunch of comments on this segment. I will respond to them as time permits. I know I didn't up to this point. Sometimes I don't get to them right away, but I will get back to them and I will re- respond to your comments. Just, you know, I had a busy week. So, but yeah, um, 
I know some people, it might even be in this chat right now, is like, no, you're not acting, blah, blah, blah. Listen, this is the concept of you're an actor without a script. You're envisioning a scene. You're reacting to that scene. When you're talking, you should be talking in character. Your table might be different, but I will say at my table, you're going to talk in character. You don't do that at your table? Don't worry about it. I'm not going to flip over your table. If you say, oh, I would never do that in your game, yes, you would, or you will not be in my game. <laughs> like, it's, you know, I don't care. I have rules at my table, and that's, that's one of them. So it, do, do, I, do you have to use a voice? No, I actually prefer you don't. But if you can do it and it's not distracting, sure. Garthon did it, right? Yeah, and, right. and if you can keep it up. Yeah, and if you, good point. Good point, if yeah. you can keep it up. Uh, if, do, you, uh, do you have to wear costumes? Nope. nope. If you want to, I might mock you just a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean the 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 LARPing table is over there. This is the role play table. Look, the, I had a character in one of my games, in one of my three third edition games back in the early two thousands when I was up in Minnesota, where I wore a, a mask for the character, and I put the mask on. One, it denoted that I was in character, and two, it helped actually helped them visualize the fact that my character wears a mask, and there's a reason for that. So, did I have to wear it? No. Did the game master care that I wore it? Didn't care either way. The players were like, actually, it helps us remember that you wear a mask all the damn time. Okay. Okay. So, um, but is that required? No. You play at your table the way you want, but it is acting because you're reacting to situations. You're not doing it with a script though, because nobody's telling you this is what to say. This is what's going to happen. Except if you're playing it correctly. You're just there to react and be as your character would be. Your character should not be you. But we ran a game where our characters were telling... Everyone's run that game when they were 13, all right? Stop it. All right. Stop it. You do it once. Everyone has the experience. You never do it again. Un unless you're that weird Asian chick that cannot visualize things that aren't real, you should be playing someone who's not you. And so when you're at the table making decisions, you're making decisions for someone that's not you because and, I'm, and I'm, I'm entirely certain that any decision you make as you is not going to be, I charge the ogres with my battle ax. That's not something you would ever do. That's something your character might do, which means guess what? You're role-playing. All right, I'm gonna leave it at that. I don't. Right. I don't wanna. I don't wanna say anymore. <laughs> I'm done. I wasn't sure if that segment was. I don't know how long that segment was. I'll find out when we're done here. Uh, are you ready for segment three? Bring people in here. I don't even know what time it is. It's uh five o'clock. Well, okay. for me. Yeah, your your time five. Yeah. Hang on. So that that and uh, so. Well, he's ha hanging on. I will. Probably should have done that because I don't think I'm going to keep this part for the segment. But there, you know, like, subscribe, share. You know the deal. Uh, if you want to join us for segment three, here are the rules. Father, subscriber. Depends if you're Twitch or YouTube. You know how that goes. Oh, he put the link out. All right, cool. Yes, I did. Oh. Now, remember, if you want to come on, talk about magic and psionics and in, in riffs or yep. or talk about battletech 
Well, the, and, the specific the catalyst issue yeah, of Battleship. Yeah, ca catalyst games uh, censorship issue. And uh, that'll be great because then I can not talk for a while. That'd be awesome. But uh, <laughs> if, hey, if if you must, then yeah, Magic or Sonics and Riffs. Uh, something you think I should have gone over, something you think is important that I didn't cover or I breezed over, go ahead and comment on it and I will go into it. I do think that uh, was a weird guy or was it Omino? I think it was a weird guy that had the Techno Wizard. Yeah, the, uh, the uh, Techno that... Wizard thing is is a... a, a it's 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 actually the only magic that is specific to riffs up mm -hmm. until this point in our in our progression. It didn't exist in any of the other ones. Back hey, gamer, how you doing? Back gamer, how you doing? Hey. Was pretty good. How about you guys? Doing well. Uh, you're a little calming down. All right. <laughs> no, I want to talk about psionics. Okay, ah, that's for him. <sighs> In this instance, it's about how I didn't know you could abuse psionics until I started watching you guys. When I first started <laughs> playing psionics, I actually, oh, I look at all of them, I'm like, eh, the combat's kind of interesting, but I'm leaning more towards healing people, healing myself, sense evil, sense magic, that kind of stuff. And then you guys start talking about potential combinations, like, psionics can do that? Some of that's probably up to the game master. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Some of it's like yeah, game master, but but there there are are, are many places, uh, especially uh, for example, what we talked about today, the telekinesis super, where it specifically says in the power, the only place I've seen in Palladium that SDC definitely equates to MDC rather than the other way around. They did it purposely for that, so you can use super psionics to do MDC damage. Because as you saw, every other psionic dam direct damaging thing was all SDC. Now, all I want to make a point to that because Violence Solves Everything made a comment during that time. I didn't put it on the screen, but where that's always been possible in uh, in Palladium games going back to first edition. And I think we all know that the main point that you were making, this is why I didn't put it on the screen, is that it doesn't matter. This book specifically states that. So if there's ever an argument about it, it's right there. It's right in, in there. Now, there are many other things like like uh it'll say uh for for the for the other one we did that was the horror factor one is within 100 feet or able to see that is that is a very very specific sentence very deliberate which means that if you're looking through a scope a thousand yards away and you're looking at someone who has the horror factor turned on you got to save yep. if you're behind three walls but still within 100 feet, you got to save. Yeah. Some of these any, things any, in Sonics are very specific and written so even the game master will have trouble negging them. But yeah, specific yeah. Sonic combinations can create an OP event. Unlike Magic, which is mostly in, in Rifts, I, Magic isn't as, uh, I'm going to say, uh, sexy. Because it's pump a lot of a lot of mana into it, get big boom, there you go. That's what you that's what you get. Psionics, you have to have the finesse. You have to have the the way to, you know, come at it come at it from an angle, and then you'll win. So yeah, yeah I get it. 
Any last follow-up? The way I hear you describe magic makes me think of a military uh, Humvee. Okay. How so? How's that? Very powerful, but guzzles the gas like no one's no one's business. There it is. Yep. That that okay. that's exactly why in in the beginning of this segment I I talked about uh, the 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 uh, transfer of ISP to PPE with the power that 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 uh, Max chose as turning gas into diesel. It's like I imagine. Yeah. PPE being diesel fuel. It's dirty. You need a lot of it. You know, trucks have like hundred gallons of it to get to get to where they got to go. But ISP is like a you know a hybrid vehicle. You know, it, it, it's sipping gasoline. It gets forty miles of the gallon. You know, it, it's not as powerful. It can't move as much stuff, but it can go for further. It can go for longer. It can fit in tight places. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Fat Gamer, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I look forward to those videos that you're making and be sure that uh, use our Discord yes, to, to engage our, our audience and uh, and get some subscribers. Yep. I will. Have a good day. Have a good day. Oops. All right, my Hawkman, what you got? Hey, um, how's the mic sound? Uh, sounds fine right now. Please okay. don't go into some encyclopedic historical nonsense about what really happened in World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you actually were reading that stuff I said about Rommel. Look yes, yes yeah. but it doesn't matter to the point of a game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, though, um, oh actually, what, what, what I was going to go over what was that, that, okay, the two things I really was thinking about is I'm not sure which one would actually make a good question. Is that One analogy that occurred to me with the, the difference between psychics and magic users is that one mm -hmm. of them uses an internal energy source to get things done, and one of them is manipulating external forces. Right. Right. So, and, so hold, hold on. With you, with you saying that inner strength points, it does make sense. What yeah, doesn't yeah. make sense is potential psychic. Can you? Can we just change that second word? <laughs> that would <laughs> yeah. be great. But it, you could change it to potential physical energy. You could do um, that. Yeah, that, that'd be that'd be more appropriate. I, it's probably it's not perfect, but it'd be more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I keep thinking that the people who created the system didn't create it as a cohesive whole, and it's basically just like a patchwork that does. No, that's exactly what it is. I mean, the the, the system's been kicking around for what five decades? Well, not so, uh, eighty-one. Okay, four, okay, so, four yeah. and a quarter decades. All right, so uh, yeah, so it's it's been growing and getting bigger and changing, and not everything is going to equate perfectly to the things that came before. Too many cooks have been have been baking this particular pie. It's 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 got some razor blades in it some places. I know that got weird. It got weird quick, but that, that that's what. It, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, potential paranormal energy better better yeah that's a good one better and you can keep the ppe there it yep. is kevin there it is <laughs> and no, no, sean sean, sean. sean. Yeah. there it is sean there it is By the way, I mean, you, owe, you owe him questions yeah yeah dump dump this savage world nonsense just erase <laughs> that from your mind potential paranormal energy make that change do that put that on a poster i'll buy that book all right, what's your follow up, my Hawkman? Well, the, the other one was I, I related to a completely different thing. It's like that's not a follow up, then mm, go, go ahead. Well, <laughs> I okay. Well, one, th one of the things I, that you may have skipped over was how I, I made made a joke about picking uh, about using telekinesis to pick up a Veritech and throw it at Breed High. 
I saw it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm, I'm not putting well, things well, that are on, that nuanced in. The reason I skipped over that, the reason I skipped over that is because uh, a, a Veritech weighs something like 10 tons, 10, 20 tons, something like that. And people aren't just going to have that kind of ISP inside them. And unlike potential paranormal energy, I'm using that forever now. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Unlike potential paranormal energy, you can't, you know, readily just hold hands kumbaya with someone and pool your powers uh, with, with, well, with our powers combined. I am now captain PPE. No ISP is usually a self-contained to one person. So you're going to have a, a upper weight limit and a Veritec goes beyond that upper weight limit. Uh, to be honest, that was actually what I was kind of asking about, or, or maybe I've, uh, phrased it poorly it's a it's just like what is the upper weight limit that you could theoretically get okay here's an example let's say you're a mind melter and let's say you're level five your average isp is going to be around between 120 and 140 let's just say 130 every 10 isp gets you 100 pounds that's going to get you 1300 pounds right if you burn all of it if you burn all of it and you can do that for five times two. So, you know, 10 minutes, you can, you can hold 1300 pounds for 10 minutes. Every hundred pounds is a D four. So that's 13 D four mega damage. You can beat people with, with that 1300 pounds of weight that you're throwing around. Mm-hmm. That's very significant, but it's much less than, than on an, an ATV. That's why I went from ATV to hover cycle. Because a hover cycle only weighs 700 pounds. Oh, where the I ATV a, a weighs tons. I mean, a, a motorcycle might weigh less than 1,300 pounds. Well, yeah, but I, w- I was scrolling for something in the book that I could pick up. and you, oh, you know, okay. Uh, it was in the book saying it weighed 700 pounds. I'm like, I can use that. You know? So, you know seven, yeah, like, like most cars weigh more than that. Oh, well. Yeah. You know, m- most most cars weigh between 1,500 and, and two and a half two and a half uh, thousand pounds. You know, for for your 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 hatchback to midsize sedans, and then you get to bigger things like three thousand, thirty five hundred. And I'm not even talking about Humvees. Screw that. But uh, you know, <laughs> Cadillacs and stuff. You're you're over that. Oh yeah, Ar- armored yeah. vehicles that that like. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're you're not going to be able to lift that. There's not enough ISP in your body to be able to lift all that stuff. So there there is a cap, and it's 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 below the the one ton mark usually. All right, I'm 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 say goodbye. <laughs> If you want to finish up anything with that. No, that was good. That, that okay. was, that was basically it. I mean, uh, yeah, but the, the, um, the, the, the sheer power of super telekinesis isn't the raw amount of, of, you know, damage you can do in a single hit. It's the raw amount of damage you can average over the several minutes that this ISP power is going to last. You know, if, if you have 130 ISP, that's 1,300 pounds, that's 13 D4 damage every single attack. You're going to have four or five attacks per per uh, melee round, and you're going to have four melee rounds in a minute. And if you're level five, that's 10 minutes. So that's 40, you know, 40 rounds that you're doing, you know, uh, five, 600 damage round. That adds up to... Like you're murdering lots of people on the battlefield <laughs> and they don't know where, where it's coming from. All you got to do is hide. You hide and they don't know what's happening. Like why I, they know, they know what's happening. They just don't know who's doing it. So it, 
like I said, psionics, you got you you got to come at your enemy sideways from an angle. Magic, you break down the front door. You bust it down. Bull in a china shop. Well, of course, that was debunked. But anyway, the, the idea of the bull, <laughs> bull in the china shop is magic. The, the sneaky assassin that slits your throat from behind, that's psionics. All right. So nobody else popped in. Uh, I've got three little things to mention uh, to, fo uh, to folks. First of all, thank you for the super chats. Really appreciate yeah. that. Also remember, mentioned at the beginning, but if you're still hanging out, I know we've kind of lost some people. They, they're going to lose out on this message then is if you are not a Twitch uh, was it? Yeah, Twitch subscriber, that's a paying member, or a YouTube member, you might want to consider doing that if you want to be part of the Absolute Power giveaway. If you don't care about Absolute Power, whatever, you, you do you. Um, but but so giveaways, Yeah, giveaways are going to be on Discord, and I'm going to announce them soon. I, I wish I could give you a date. I'm going to try to do it tomorrow because today i'm gonna be working on all this stuff for the rest of the day and i'm gonna get it out there if your youtube channel or so if your youtube account or twitch account isn't tied into your your uh sorry if your discord account isn't tied into your twitch account or youtube account you're gonna want to do that it's on this on the discord side you'll be doing it through your discord account you'd somehow attach it to your i forget how um also want to thank all of our super chatters really do appreciate that uh and i don't know if we got any members this episode but thank you for that super chatters tithes etc cetera, etc cetera. this this uh is going to uh super sonic at the juicer conversion uh, go ahead and answer that yeah uh, uh in, next one. in the uh, source book juicer uprising if you have so while you what you hold hold on the cough um i'll get back to that uh, Mark McKinnon's Canadian too. Maybe we can work something out when he's here for the Bessem stuff on, on the 20th. Maybe so. But anyway, if you have uh, magic or psionic potential and you go through the, ju the juicer process, if you go through the regular juicer process, that'll most likely be destroyed. But there is another process called the mega juicer. It's only available for people who already have high PPE or high ISP. You can become a mega juicer. You can become a Phaeton juicer. You can become a Hyperion juicer. You can do all that stuff. And if you become a mega juicer, you become a mega damage being. You get supernatural strength. Is this all in the juicer uprising book? But that is specifically for people who have psionic powers or who have magic power. Don't die. We're almost and done. You want and you want to be juicers. I got to stop talking now. Yeah. Drink something. Uh, the final thing that I want to say, and this is kind of a, you got to have words of wisdom. We cannot quit the stream without words of wisdom. Uh, uh, two things. Did I already mention, no, this, uh, this stream is going to fade into Victor Gorchev's, uh, the Dutch oven stream. If he's, if he's still streaming, I don't know, maybe we've streamed longer than him, but if you guys hang out through the theme song, it'll automatically ask you if you want to bump on order to Victor, go to Victor, give him a thumbs up, subscribe to his channel. If you're not already good people, he's on the Friday night show stream quite a bit. He's also on with basic expert. He's now on with t-shirt historian on his, the Saturday stream. So you've probably seen him around places, but it's going to go into his stream after this is done. And one last thing. <laughs> about sports ball for a second because i want to show this six weeks in a row oh you can't really see well i guess you can see it there i turn off i'm watching the game right here six weeks in a row i turn it off when the vikings are down seven 17 to seven six weeks in a row 
we win the fucking game. Don't tell me that sports uh, <laughs> superstitions aren't real. I have to watch. They have to start to lose. I turn the game off six weeks in a row. Verifiable facts you can look up. <laughs> All right. Now, now I'm done. Uh, with that, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna end the stream here. Do you want to do you want to give some quick words of wisdom or are we just out? Screw that. No words of wisdom. Don't buy games from people who hate you. I'm not even gonna play the music this time. I'm just gonna end. Let's end on the screen so that you guys can get right over there to Victor right away. And again, tell him Legion Myth sent you. I hope each and every one of you has a great week. Remember, Friday is gonna be a 24-hour stream. Save those ducats so that you can donate to the Wounded Warrior Project. There will be an announcement about that soon. And every one of you have a great week.